Welcome hey. to episode number 97 hey. of Where's My Super Suit, a.k.a. Super Suit Show, a.k.a. So about suits that are super and just talking about things. Suits that are super? Nah, not really. That just sounded good. That sounded good first. <laughs> um, it's your boy, Phony Toast, the toastest with the mostest. Task in the building once again. And uh, before we fully get started on this episode, um... Congratulations to Marvel. I mean, we're not really shocked here. <laughs> but uh, in a week's time, they reached a billion. And um, Record-breaking mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Record-breaking time. And they did it within less than a week. They had to hit a billion before Sunday to beat the record. And I said, wow, that's pretty good. What was the other record before that? It was fucking Star Wars. <laughs> So, I say this a bunch of times and I'll say it again. Disney is in competition with itself. Well, um, yeah. And you know what? It's kind of funny Mm -hmm. that their next big movie speaks to that being Solo. Because right now, yeah, yeah. they running, they running the box office game solo. Like no, like for real. Like if you look at like the box office numbers, other than Jurassic World, <laughs> it's all Disney. Like I'm just like this is kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> like this is kind of frightening. Not for us because we're enjoying it. I feel bad for all the other like companies that make movies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got to think, you you literally, right now, um, basically going up against any Disney movie is like being on a football team and having the homecoming schedule. Yeah. Because that means that you you feel like you're the shittiest team out there. You're like, mm-hmm. all right, so what happened? Uh, we're going to release your movie in May. Uh-uh. uh-uh. That's Infinity War month. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about, uh, or what about, um, let's do it the next month. Nah, um, we got Solo coming out, following mm-hmm. that up. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, we're going to do, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you, you got to schedule around them. And then we're like, oh, no, wait, we got Ant-Man and Wasp dropping. Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. What about after that? Incredibles 2. Incredibles <laughs> it's, like, it's like, dude, like, it's like. You it's have getting... to, yeah, you're basically playing damage control. Like, which movie will hurt us the most? <laughs> no, for real. I, I, I feel bad about Deadpool 2. Why? Because it comes out a week before Solo, and Solo about to get it the fuck up out of here. So, Deadpool 2 is going to have such a nice opening weekend riding the comic hype. No, you're right. You're right. And you got to remember, two very different kind of movies. I agree. One is a comedy. I agree. Where, essentially, think about the benefits you have. Mm -hmm. We find out what happened, all Mm -hmm. right? So, Deadpool 2 is actually a spoiler of of, uh, Avengers 4. Because you find out that (laughs) what ends up happening, apparently, is that... They literally cut Thanos' arm off to get the Infinity Gauntlet <laughs> off. And then, and then they punch, they fuck up his eye. So is Thanos Kato coming back in time? Back. Well, no, well, well, Thanos. Probably what happens is he still fights gone? a little bit. And he breaks the time gem and he has fragments put in that metal arm which listen. helps him slide through time. I wish that Deadpool 2 would have known about that. Because you know they would have made fun of that. Like, <laughs> oh, did you get the time stone, Thanos? <laughs> or someone could have seen some kind of joke would have happened. How do we know? It doesn't. Not, well, they did announce <laughs> recently that they had to remove a Disney joke. They really? did make a joke about Disney. And, and and also, before we get further, thank you, Disney. Thank you for uh, sparing us. <laughs> for those yeah. who don't know, I think you have a better way of explaining it than I do. What? 
This they, they, they came for us. Oh, yeah. You forgot um, about that already. Dude, they let us go. They, they let us go. No, no, no. They hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I don't, Disney didn't come for us. <laughs> All right. YouTube came for us. Again. YouTube, they always do. YouTube put us through probably a little what? algorithm and was like, oh, Why? y'all people playing a trailer that you've played like 50 other fucking times. And <laughs> I'm going to say, like, we've you, done it before. Yeah, they literally <laughs> flagged like 30 seconds of our last video. And uh, said that it was copyright. Uh-huh. Thankfully, apparently Disney has an active review apart- department. Mm-hmm. And within like 24 hours after I disputed it, mm-hmm. Disney came back and was like, "Nah, it's cool. Let that shit rock. Let that shit roll." And <laughs> you know, the video went right back up. And they were like, "We're so sorry. We were able to do this. Sometimes yeah. it happens." I'm like, "Does it?" <laughs> you no. Know, you know what? Does it? I for one accept our mouse overlord. <laughs> I, and I and I and I thank him for sparing us. Um, um, <laughs> hey, Mickey, promise, let us go. We went to the website. Donald spared us both. We were both actually this is surprisingly surprisingly lucky. This entire show, mm-hmm. which consists of us two producers, cameras, <laughs> lighting, the whole nine, uh, was was spared by we Thanos. Spared. We were spared in the Thanos uh, murdered you are not generated. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, we were both spared. So that's what happened. That why we got saved yeah. there. Um, and, but uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, and uh, to Lizzie and Garcia, uh, T.J. Miller is in it. It deserves to burn. Um, I do kind of agree with that. I think that every part with him should have just been taken out of the movie. I think they're going to um, kill him. I think they're going to do something. Like, they should, or I think if they actually show, like, during the live movie, they should just put, like, a black bar over his face. Every time they talk. <laughs> and then voice over all his parts. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, else. I mean, he would still get a check for that. <laughs> no, no, you're just paying what you're paying him and just move, you know, remove him. But, um, yes, I, I don't want the whole movie to burn because it does look legitimately funny, but, yes, he screwed the pooch. That's going to hurt it because I think a lot of people aren't fucking with it because of that. Mm. And that, and I'm pretty sure Liz isn't. I'm not too sure about Cheryl, but uh, Liz and I'm pretty sure a bunch of other people are going to not do that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's going to hurt it, and then Solo's dropping next week. And, unfortunately, not everybody could go see a bunch of movies. See? And They're going to choose one. And this is where I feel bad for movies of that nature mm-hmm. because you have one bad apple who, you know, people aren't going to see it and that affects so many other people. Yeah. For one person who's really not even that big a part of the fucking movie. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's so hard to be like, oh, you mean for the cast and the people to do the right thing and be like, okay, well, yeah, we're going to have to spend hell of money, mm-hmm. you know, to redo the footage, to cast a new actor, to reshoot all these parts. Yeah. You know, we've already gone so far with it before this one piece of shit fucked yeah. it up. You and know what I mean? Yeah, especially around how things are nowadays. Yeah. They need to get them up out of there. Well, and I think I think what we probably should do for people who do these kind of things and are found guilty without the shadow of a doubt is like, you know, just bring... Send them to like Singapore with a can of spray paint. <laughs> Why is they can cane his ass? They can cane him because I don't think. Well, I don't. I mean, you, I know you can't remove him from the movie, so I heard that. But I think a little restitution, having him cane, be something you know, kind of legitimate. That shit is crazy. How is that they crazy? They be, no, no, I'm just saying, like in Singapore, they be caning motherfuckers yeah. in front of a crowd. Yeah, people pay money to see a nigga get whooped. Yeah, in the Coliseum. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. You tell me we, we don't have UFC? Yeah, but one of them is chained. <laughs> While a dude with a stick beats his 
ass, even though black people, we went through that a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, it was 400 years without entertainment. <laughs> it took hundreds of years before people got sick of that shit. No, no, we... <laughs> hey, same with uh, the gladiator days. I mean, it was a long motherfucking time before people get sick of motherfuckers getting their ass whooped for no reason. Oh, man. Uh, shout know. out to Piper, who just bombed our fucking feed here. <laughs> Had to go spread the love. <laughs> well, welcome, Piper. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, chat. everyone. Mad Max, Kaiju, Cheryl, Rob. Lizzie, Piper, Rob, Tracy, um, TF, Kaiju. Yeah. All everybody. you motherfuckers. Um, everybody but shout out to Marvel, Reach of the Billy. Um, there's no competition. And also, I need to say something because when I posted that, I got a lot of bullshit comments. All these people were like, oh, well, that's because Disney is it's a monopoly. Monopoly is a hell of a game. I'm just... Oh, it's a great game. But this isn't a Monopoly. You guys don't know the definition of a Monopoly. <laughs> people are like, how is it not a Monopoly? I'm like, because other people are making films. Yeah. Other people are perfectly allowed to compete by yeah. their own company. They're not falling under any like rules that you know Disney has put out unfairly to yeah. anybody else. Like, yeah. There's no winning. Matter of fact, Disney doesn't win most awards. They really don't. <laughs> they really don't. They're it's not even called, allowed to compete. It's called repeated, repetitive success. And that's just what it is. They're just successful. Oh. And I that's it. it's called pimping. Well, that too. But think of it like this. If you look at the top ten movies every year, it's not always Disney. Fast and Furious? That's not Disney. Fuck. Sp- and those movies suck. And they suck, but they make hella money. Hell, Spider-Man wasn't Disney. <laughs> Spider-Man Sony. Yep. That was a Sony movie. That was in the top five last year. And that was that's and, not Disney. Yeah. Let's keep it 100. It should just be shameful to the other movie companies that the genre mm-hmm. of comic books is kicking the shit out of all the remakes, repeat sequels, and shitty-ass ideas yeah. that you know we've seen time after time. The comic book movies for the last 10 years have been some of the fresher movies. Mm-hmm. They're very diverse in terms of where you can go with them. You can do dark, you can do light, you can do space, you can do street... You can do fantasy. I mean, all kinds of options for stories that are already written with, you know, different takes on their popularity. So mm-hmm. it's almost a given that people will like them. Right. No, I'll get you with you 100%. Um, 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 the Rock congratulated Marvel. You can see he's kind of trying to go over to the other side. I mean, DC has had him on the bench for about 10 years. Now, I'm not trying to make this a Marvel vs. DC thing. I'm just stating facts. He's been cast as Black Adam since before Henry Cavill was cast as Superman. <laughs> and Rock tests very well with kids at <clears throat> Disney. Yeah. And so you can see him kind of hollering. You can see him like, because The Rock is all about the bag. <laughs> Rock is 25 per. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, no, 1,000. Like, they're, they're, they're all about the bag. He's all about the bag. He don't care what side he's on. And so, but I don't want him in a superhero movie. Because one of the top movies last year was Jumanji. Jumanji killed it. It yeah. flew under the radar for people because it came out at the end of the year. Yeah. But when you look at how much it made, it fucking killed it. I was shocked. When I went back to relook at shit, I was like, God damn. It was like top five movies that came out. Shit, dude. Rampage right now has made $377 million. Is that worldwide? That, uh, I don't know. That might just be... I, I hope so. Shit, that'd Let's be see. ridiculous. Yeah, that's okay, worldwide. 377. And think about it. 
Rampage. That's a straight to DVD film. It's a video game movie. I mean, they, they spent 120 million production on that. They've mm. already doubled the Rock. The Rock take you to the bank and then some. Listen, man, the Rock <laughs> is a superhero killer. Like he's one of the few people that actually makes is lucrative in the Hollywood without being involved with superheroes. Not too many people can really say that. <laughs> And he drops like three or four movies a year. Like, this guy, he already got two other movies playing this year. He has that damn skyscraper film and that new Fast and Furious movie that's him and the other dude. Like, the man is working. And they, and Disney gave him a contract. They're, they're done with Pirates of the Caribbean for obvious reasons. <laughs> what, the suck? No, on the contrary. The Pirates movie killed it too. Oh, no. Nobody saw know. it in America. Yeah, I was gonna say Pirates movies make a bunch <laughs> of money, but they suck. Oh, they're trash. But they kill it overseas. Oh yeah. See, people didn't like it because of Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is poison <laughs> at this moment. But overseas, they don't give a shit. <laughs> and so that movie actually did very well. But Disney's done with it, so now they're doing a new theme park. Um, the new they're doing a new theme park uh, movie series. Like they did with Haunted Mansion and Pirates. I forgot what it's called, but it's something about a safari. It's something about the rock being in the jungle just makes me... <laughs> yeah. I mean, ever since Journey to the Center of the Earth, he did that one, part two. And uh-huh. it was like, yeah, we put the rock in the jungle. You know why? Because we can make it humid. He sweats. He got muscles. That, uh-huh. sells, that sells tickets. You know why? Because the rock with no shirt puts butts in seats. <laughs> That's... Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I think Cheryl's already been talking like, yeah, yeah, yeah The Rock. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you got to think about it. The Rock, all he got to do for any movie, mm-hmm. one eyebrow, yeah, three smiles, yeah, and take the shirt off. That's the whole <laughs> What else does he need to do? And well, the Rock saying, is smart because he's humble in real life. Uh-huh. He's humble as shit. Oh, he's the nicest you know dude. Saying? He's like, he's look, the... I love my fans. I really like doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm always smiling. Mm-hmm. I live a good fucking life. No, he has. Uh, the Rock is a good dude, but he will also cuss you the fuck out. <laughs> That's what I think is great about him. Like, and the, when the smoke clears, we're men. And, like, we can, we can only take it to a certain limit where it's like, all right, nigga, fuck you, all right? And that's what happened with him and Tyrese. That's what's happening with him and the Fast and Furious people. Like, he straight up said, yo, fuck all of you, all right? <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm, I'm here for the bag. I'm here for the fans, and I'm here for that bread. I don't care about anything else. Y'all can take that family shit. <laughs> Yeah, real talk. Especially when you think about what he's talking about, where it's like, no, motherfuckers, you guys are talking about sitting in your motherfucking trailer and not shooting shoots and taking hell long to do shit. That wastes my motherfucking time. Unlike you motherfuckers, I got six or seven other movies lined up. <laughs> for yeah. twenty five you know, for twenty five a pop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to make another triple X. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> Oh man. But no, on some real shit, like, it's Hollywood, it's business. And so it's like you just gotta be like, like he's all about the business. Like y'all can talk about, oh, family, we've been doing this, blah, 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 blah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the contract? Where's the check? And I'm not mad at that. Like that's what it is. So it is what it is. That's what I be doing it for. Shit. If we were gonna cast him in MCU, who would he be? MCU. Yeah. He would be the Rock. <laughs> would it be Thing? Would it be Thing? No, he would it be Ben Grimm? No, no, no. I'm, talking, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about the people's chair. He'd be the right. He'd be himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, let me think. Let me think. So, 
Okay, Drax is out because I think he could have. Because I know they wanted somebody else. In this Ooh. Movie, but he could have been a Drax. Ron Strange is Gladiator. Is a Magister? Ooh. Gladiator. Ooh. The Gladiator would totally work for him. Gladiator. <laughs> Gladiator the Magister? Would work. Namor would work too. Namor would be too good. Because can you I imagine? Mean, can you imagine the interaction between him as Namor and like John Krasinski as Mister Fantastic? I mean, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. That would work really well. I'm trying to see this. That would work really well. I'm trying to see this. I could totally I, I see want an Asian Namor, but he is half Asian. <laughs> Pacific Islander. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll allow it. I'm okay with that. I, I can tell okay you because if you had anybody else who could be more seemingly charming but intimidating, uh-huh. it would be because he would be he could be the most regal, nice guy. Like <laughs> you would totally see Sue. Like yeah, why yeah. would she start kind of giving this guy a little bit of attention? Now I see Namor doing the people's eyebrows. I can't stop seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I can't would. stop seeing this picture. Can you imagine him jumping out of the ocean and giving him people's elbows? <laughs> They create a tidal wave. Oh, someone else said Hercules. That's two on the nose. <laughs> yeah, Hercules. Is, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, he would never be able to have his own movie. Because he's already played the Hercules. Yeah. He has, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he has played the Hercules. Who? I mean, let me think. Who could he play? Who else could he play? I like the name more suggestion. That was Ares. Like, I like that. that. Ares. Ares. Yeah, but I want him to be... I think if you put The Rock in, you'd have to give him somebody that lasts. And Ares is somebody who you tear his head off normally in the first movie. Just like, <laughs> um, Someone said that they should cast him as Kratos, and I'm like, I, I could fuck with that. Kratos, maybe. I don't know. They're going to make him light-skinned. They're going to make him white. No, you got to powder him. Yeah. Remember the ashes? Yeah, they're the ashes. Yeah. <coughs> Poor guy in white skin. Um, already played Hercules. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah, who does? Who else could be? Let's see. Let's think of who we got back. So we got the Fantastic Four back, mm-hmm. right? So there is. Do we? Do we want him to? Do we have them back? Yeah, from what I heard. <laughs> it's supposed to be official 2019. Yeah, but I mean, let's, I'm saying let's think going forward. All right, so we have the Fantastic. I can't find anybody on the Fantastic Four villain or hero that pops into my mind for the Rock. Nova, no, not as not as Dick Ryder, no, no, not as Dick Ryder. Dick Ryder has to. Dick Ryder's adventure is that guy who's kind of a normal guy who becomes something greater. It's not the guy who looks like the Rock beginning. <laughs> like you be like, holy shit! Number one, this shit don't fit your big ass shoulders. <laughs> All right. Number two, I how the fuck you get that lucky I motherfucker? I disagree. That's like Ryan Reynolds getting a letter ring. I fuck you. Fuck no, we saw you. it that way. We saw it that way. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> I don't even fuck you getting a Green Lantern. You heard it here first. We're <laughs> never getting a Green Lantern movie. It's not happening. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying it. Yeah. No. You and if I'm wrong, feel free. I know inclination. You're gonna be fucking bring this up. <laughs> but you heard it here, episode ninety-seven. We're not getting a Green Lantern movie. The, I don't the, know. The, the, this taste is still there. <laughs> it's still there. I don't know if we're ever just gonna get a decent DC movie. But Wonder Woman. Another one. I mean. Oh, okay. Who <laughs> will see? Um, there's buzz around um, um, the Jason Momoa, shirtless Jason Momoa film coming out. 
Oh, really? Is it going to shirt off the whole time then, huh? Well, I'm pretty sure it's going <laughs> to... I'm pretty sure. That's their selling factor. No shirt. That's... That, <laughs> that, <laughs> no shirt. No, no, his entire mission is going to be him assembling the shirt. Ooh! The Rock as Trico Slatimus? That would work. That would work. That would totally as the work. Champion? As the champion? Yeah. As the champion? Because I can picture him talking hey. shit. I can picture him, yeah. Yeah. Especially because you can throw him in a Guardians movie. I'm fucking oh, with that. Yeah. And he's got the yeah. look like, yeah. hey, Panther, we might have killed it. Also, Liz, retract your claws, Chica. We're <laughs> Liz, about to hop yeah. through the screen. Wonder Woman, you <laughs> Okay, yeah. I like no, no, Wonder no. Woman. Here's the thing, here's the thing. Wonder Woman wasn't a DC movie. That was a work of art that the DC Universe just happened to have along. I mean, that in fairness... A, when you think about it, it was a totally separate project from everything else. In fairness, it doesn't even reference any of the other movies. Yeah. It's in a fairness. total standalone film. No, it does. Batman. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm willing to look past but, that. <laughs> but, but remember, Batman on his own used to be a billion-dollar franchise before. This is true. This is true. Um, um, I'm willing to forgive that and just say Wonder Woman is not a DCU film. I hereby decree. <laughs> Wonder Woman is better than the DCEU. No, Wonder Woman is a DC film, not a DCEU film. Ah, okay, she, done, she, done. She goes back to the done. days of the Nolan Batman films when the shit was good. Where's the McDonald's <laughs> gavel? The gavel. <laughs> like, all right, I, 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 I concur with that. Ooh, The Rock as... Oh, there we go. <laughs> the Rock as Hyperion. Hyperion could work. Listen, listen, listen. Hyperion could definitely work. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I've said it here before. I will say it till I'm blue in the face. Did Marvel could really be dicks. And do a Squadron Supreme movie. <laughs> and do the Justice League better. <laughs> yes. They could yes. do that. Like nothing would be able to stop them. They could do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they totally could. Man, I would be the easiest thing. Can you imagine how Nighthawk could shit all over Batman? <coughs> this is almost something I'm going to see now. I would love to see Marvel. See, instead of the Eternals, they petty it up. Petty that shit the fuck up and give us some Squadron Supreme. Mountain no, Streams. Matter of fact, let's call it. Re- let's let's really call it what it is. Give us Supreme Power. Yo, if they do Supreme <laughs> Power, just to just to rub it in the face, the title alone rubs yeah. it extra in the face. Yeah, no, I'm with you 100. percent the Justice League. We're Supreme Supreme Power. Power. One of the best comic runs I ever read. That was extremely slept on. Uh, makes me miss the Marvel Max line. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, that's my, you know, I try to recommend something every episode. Um, that's my recommendation is Supreme Power by J. Michael Straczynski. It's pretty much what if the writers of The Wire <laughs> were told to write the Justice League. That's pretty yeah. much what it is. It's adult, it's adult Justice League. Like, like, like old boy said, even Tracy said, it's going to be rated R. Yeah. It would have to be. I mean, yeah, if you, if I, if you gave me Squadron Supreme, you can get away with, uh, like Kaiju said, a hard PG-13. But if you gave me Supreme Power, I'd want that. I'd want to be borderline NC-17. Like, that's how hard you'd have Ooh. to make Supreme Power. Like, Supreme Power probably wouldn't come out in theaters. You'd probably make it for, like, HBO. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Can you imagine doing like, ooh, the first 13 issues? Like a show? Alone? Yeah, on a show, ooh, on an HBO show. Like, ooh, give me like that Game of Thrones level budget ooh, for a supreme power. And The Rock already has an HBO show. Yeah, it ballers. Yeah. No, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, is it's, 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 it's Showtime. Hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Yeah, Ball is HBO. Ball is HBO. Okay. Yeah. Um, hold up, hold up, hold up. Cause now you got me thinking. Now the wheels are turning. Yeah. Cause I can see, I can see him doing a hype, especially that Hyperion from Supreme Power. Uh-huh. That I can see the Rock pulling that. And for those of you, Liz, I know you're a, a Wonder Woman fan. To show you how hardcore it is, the Wonder Woman, aka Power Princess, um, mm-hmm. she was naked all the time. Because she comes from a time where motherfuckers didn't wear clothes. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, wait, why are we wearing clothes? Yeah. Like, uh, I like to fight, and I don't need cloth. <laughs> so she was being on the team naked as have, shit. Yeah. Have you seen how I look, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. Also, to keep herself young, she had to absorb fucking people. <laughs> yeah, she had to absorb the life essence yes, of people. So of she people. would basically... Take your entire lifetime and you just be sitting there old and dead. Yeah. <laughs> she would just take your lifetime. Yeah. And people were born and raised from where she came from to just sacrifice themselves to her. Yeah. And so she kind of sees the world like like she could just take over everybody. Yeah. She was basically, she was praised as a goddess because she has powers as such. Mm-hmm. So in her time, it was considered an honor mm-hmm. to serve her. Mm-hmm. So when she, yeah. you know, I mean, she didn't go down apparently. Like, we don't know how she lost or anything like that. But she apparently didn't go down under, like, normal circumstances where she believes, like, that's still wrong in any way. Yeah. No, she is you. under the understanding that she is a goddess. And that is all there fucking is to it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say that sounds like a man. Well, a guy did uh, write it. But here's the deal. He said Gina Torres is power princess. I want Gina Torres. I want Gina Torres as She-Hulk so badly. I want her as She-Hulk. Gina Torres, I think, can pull She-Hulk. Hmm. I, I want her as Shoki. God, Gina Torres has to be in the MC because she's a sci-fi like legend. She's a beast. Way back to Cleopatra yeah. 2029. Dude, Cleopatra 2029. <laughs> oh my god. When the stripper goes through time. <laughs> god damn it. Oh my god. Now, Liz, you want to talk about written by men? Oh my god. <laughs> Let's go to Cleopatra 2029. Oh, oh god, they had things called like Traitor staff or <laughs> betrayer robots? Yeah. What is that? It's a betrayer robot. It's a betrayer robot. They give you high because those are the good old days where anytime you have a battle with lasers, which lasers should shoot at the speed of light, right? Uh-huh. You shouldn't be uh-huh. watching lasers slowly move across the street. You have laser battles, and normally you, for some reason, keep your head up. Uh-huh. It slowly can get to cover and just fire back and forth. <laughs> And apparently lasers don't penetrate anything. <laughs> no, you're absolutely yeah, right. right. Um, and then she was in Hercules. In the year 25, Oh, yeah, it was 25, 25. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In the year 25, 25, <laughs> th- these women are just trying to survive. How did I forget that other one? Okay. Yeah, I, I watched all the clips. MTF, I'm fucking with that too. Rashida Jones? Uh, Rashida Jones? As Jen? Now, here's Jen the deal. Walters. Um, Mountstream says could pass for Bruce Banner's cousin. Here's the thing: we don't even have to go that route. Like it was cool that they did that for the move for the show. I mean, for the comic, but I don't think that's really necessary. Uh, I don't think it's necessary. They yeah. don't even have the same last name. <laughs> she could just be an acquaintance of his that went to school with him, and they don't have to be related. I think I personally, if I was to do a She-Hulk show, I would do a She-Hulk, not from the current comic, but I would go back with like the 2000s, 90 representation of the She-Hulk, where it was probably be a more fun yeah. adventure. It would be more, you know, kind of going off the, you know, movement that we have for the more female, stronger mm-hmm. female, female positive, where she is the powerful, amazing lawyer. Yeah. The struggles are, you know, more dealing with her going between the two different forms of, you know, feeling and powerful, <laughs> but not realizing, you know. Yeah, I mean, 
it's still the same brain, still the same person, yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. No, yeah. And, you know, playing on the, you know, she's always going to be larger than life. Like, there's no problem that she's ever going to stop, but you're just watching the hijinks. Mm-hmm. Kind of one. Almost giving her, like, kind of like an Ally McBeal kind of show. But I like it. Well, that, it would have to be like that. And bringing in, like, using it as an opportunity to just bring in random people. Like, bring in fucking Star-Lord. And shit, have Chris Pratt. Yeah, because Chris Pratt hey, does not? TV. Why not? He yeah. Should do it. Bring yeah. in Captain America. Shonda Rhimes <laughs> should be writing it. It should be on Netflix. Shonda Rhimes signed an exclusive deal with Netflix. All his shit's going to be on there. I'm saying go for it. Shout out to Kevin Feldman, uh, comic noobs uh, in the building. Yes, uh, Rashida Jones from The Office, who I just recently found out is also Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah, you know I didn't know that. But now that I look yeah, her in the face, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Quincy yeah. Jones' daughter. Her sister's the girl who used to date Tupac. Yeah, I knew that. I knew okay. that. I knew that Tupac dated one of his daughters. Yeah. I didn't know that she was the other daughter. Like, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, okay. Yeah, no, but yeah, but then, but then when I look at the face. Duke Joy. <laughs> um, so man, quack, quack. Lieber, Kurtzman, and Holloway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I would use for MTF. Uh, Rashida was also on Parks and Rec, yep. which is... More important than office. She sure, sounds sure. like my daughter. My daughter does not fuck with the office, but watches Parks and Rec, and I'm like, how? Uh, I watched both, <laughs> and Parks and Rec is a funnier show. Is it? It lasted long. It, the humor lasted longer. They didn't get really shitty until like the last season where they tried to go forward in time. But the office fell off. Um, multiple when Old Boy left. Um, well, once when Old Boy left, but I think probably around like season. Four to five, the office kind of got stale. Like when they started putting Pam and Jim more together, and then I could agree with that. Dynamic I could agree with that. The show quality changed. Like the office hijinks kind of slowed down. It became a little bit more about the relationships of people in the office, and you know, you needed that. I think the first four seasons, it was so much about just stupid shit in an office. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then they started toning it down. They got into more into like how sad Michael really was and shit like that. Yeah. Who needs that? Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I could tell Parks and Rec is more popular. Um, yeah, it's a funny Parks, show. Well, Parks and Rec got pops. <laughs> the office they got pops in. I was like, wait. <laughs> My daughter came home with Parks no, and Rec pops. The only two characters, because you'd only have two. For the <laughs> office, you'd have Michael and Dwight. Who else do you need? Pam. For what? Should I be watching Parks and Rec? <laughs> Should I be watching Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec is a far... Star Lord's in it. Well, I know that. Well, fat Star-Lord. <laughs> fat. You get to see Star-Lord before he went to space. <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not a, oh, you're one sandwich away from being fat. Oh, man. Oh, man. Speaking of which, I did see Infin- uh, Infinity Wars again in um, IMAX. And shout out to IMAX, the Twitter page. But it hit me up. It's like, hey, how was it? I was like, oh, it was great. It was fantastic. Um, I saw it again. And I've come to the realization, I could watch that movie infinite times. But I heard a rumor that you have a problem. I do have a problem. Talk to me. Um, as I watch the movie, I'm on, I don't know how many times I've watched it. Uh, I've seen it like three times in the theater. And then, uh, yeah, we'll say I've seen it. Okay. Um, <laughs> the... Movie Thanos, every time I watch the movie, that giant plot hole of his purpose bugs me more and more. <sighs> Before we because get started. Each time I watch it, up. I go back and I read the book. Uh-huh. I read Infinity Gauntlet. Uh-huh. And not Infinity War, because if you go by Infinity War, you'll be completely confused. That's your first problem. But I go back and read it, and I'm just like, ugh. Oh, That's you your first turned, problem. Uh-huh. You turned a whim 
one moment of manipulation by the devil in a whim into a purpose. And that purpose has such a fucking hole in it. But go ahead before I continue. Bro, I want to shout out MTF every time he does a great uh, hashtag. (laughs) Infinity Watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Shout out to the Infinity Watch. I wouldn't mind if we got that movie next. Because once they fix everything, because let's be honest, they're going to fix anything, everything. The Stones are still going to be around. Thanos (laughs) is forever. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we fucking go. And that's how we get Trico Slatteris. This is how we get the... <laughs> yes. But other oh. than that, okay, what... I can tell you your first problem. You're comparing it to the books. There's no Letty Death in this world. Right. However, okay. however, it's not necessarily the Lady Death. It's the fact that I would have... <clears throat> I would have found a different way... To express the motivations. Like, I would have said that, you know, kind of gone maybe down a little more of the apocalypse line in the sense that the only reason I'm going this route versus, here's an option. You had the Infinity fucking Gauntlet, right? Right. You could be motherfucking Captain Sandwich and Shelter. I decree that from this point on, anytime anybody is hungry, they can think of any kind of sandwich. You got pastrami, fucking Philly cheesesteak, motherfucking bologna sandwich, peanut butter and jelly, and you can have shelter wherever you're at. And you can just will this into existence based on me giving everybody this power with the Infinity Gauntlet. Thus, resource, you will never go hungry, and you will never be without shelter wherever you are at. No matter what. And you have that power. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. First of all, Lizzie, get out the conventions with that. <laughs> Talking about he's not hot. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not talking about how Thanos is thick. Okay, Coven. Okay, Coven. Bro, be like, I like him muscles. You know, he like a big old grape. You know, I just want to squeeze him let's, and get all the wine. Let's not do this. Also, shout out to Batman's bookcase. He lives out here. Oh, really? He was in Sacramento. Um, Piper said his friend. I met Batman's bookcase through Piper. And, um, yeah, he lives in Sacramento. Oh. <laughs> like, he was talking about the theaters I was going to. I said, wait, nigga, how you know? He's yeah. like, I'm in Sacramento, too. Like, oh, that's crazy. You ever want to come through to the shop? People are always welcome, especially if you're local. Yeah, yeah. Makes I told it a we'll lot easier to film. <laughs> exactly, right? But, um, anyways, here's the deal. Thanos, I think they wanted to keep that he worshipped death. Because he tried to fix everything in his homeland. And then it didn't work. Yeah, he could have done that. Yeah, he could have done that. But I think that he worshipped that. Well, I'm saying they didn't make it. They didn't make it that clear. They literally gave him the whole. They put it to, okay, I believe that if I eliminate half the life in the universe, mm-hmm. the resource problem will be resolved, mm-hmm. and then I can rest. <laughs> like literally, that will make everything better. And in reality. No, that's so <laughs> stupid. And like, not only that, you got to think about all the people in shitty situations. So you're talking about people starving and shit. What about the people who got the fucking bad fortune of, oh, I'm like three and both of my parents are erased. I'm in a fucking house miles away from anybody the fuck else. Listen, you man. killed that nigga too. You listen. To- no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What, if you give just- everybody resources, you're going to overpopulate the planet. This is a fact. Niggas gotta die. <laughs> people have to die. People have to die for the rest of us to live. Okay, right, but you're not giving them just resource. You're saying, look, event. You can make food and you can just make shelter. 
if you a real life person and you can just have that wherever the fuck you at. And now that you got a reality goblet. Here's another thing too. <laughs> let's make let's change this. Uh-huh. Now, instead of the universe diminishing as it expands, uh-huh. it grows at a consistent rate. Uh-huh. So as the universe uh-huh. expands, there is an amount of stars that can sustain planets and the universe will continue to grow on indefinitely and not reach the eventual heat death that it will most likely reach as the universe expands. You know, it's like 1% active, you but know. can the, the Infinity Gauntlet grant wishes? Nigga, it, uh, let me ask you this. I want to be in Wakanda. Oh, look at Wakanda. It's that's not to say, that's just teleportation. Okay, okay. That's just teleportation. I believe reality is this. And you think that you stabbed me. I mean, the motherfucker had to God to even make the uh, collector sitting over there clapping and doing that kind of thing. <laughs> you know what? Oh, it's magnificent. Yeah. It's magnificent. When I was watching it again, I was like, that was kind of fucked up. He went out of his way. Yeah. Really made, like, no, but I said, you changed reality on that scale. <laughs> they, they didn't even know that the motherfucker was burning around them. You know why? Because it wasn't. Because he had the control over all of reality. So, yes, that motherfucker Grant wishes. It's reality. Uh, the reality is yours, as you see. Uh, I mean, that's a wish in itself. That's Franklin uh, Richards. Remember when Franklin Richards' friends died? That motherfucker was sitting around bored and was like, I want my friends back. Hey, Pookie, Ray Ray, Lucas, <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, also before we go, Liz, relax. <laughs> She's like, that's a take. No! What I'm saying is, I'm thinking like a villain, okay? I like my villains. And for someone... He's a madman. He's called the mad god. Not no, the reasonable the mad, god. No, he's the, the mad, mad titan. titan. He's not the reasonable titan. He's yeah. not the... <laughs> he's not the... <laughs> he's not the fair titan. Yeah. Woke titan. The woke titan. The woke titan. The woke titan. That should be yeah, the, the name of this episode. Woke, woke titan. The woke titan. He's not woke at all. The nigga's nuts. <laughs> you see his children... Is this the type of guy who's gonna be like, you know what? I wanna feed everybody. Hell no! Yeah. Do you see that family reunion? One daughter is basically sent to torture the other daughter before she get murdered by dad. That's what I'm <laughs> the woke titan is amazing, by the way. The woke titan? The woke titan. That's hilarious. Um Oh, Daniel just kill you, Liz. Nope. Um, by the way, like we said earlier, we were also spared, so anybody spared. else who was spared. Um, you definitely are entitled to watch this show. If you're somehow watching the show you weren't spared, don't spoil <laughs> Avengers 4 yet because apparently you've traveled through time. Because you are dead. Because you are dead. We won't. And <laughs> yeah. You're not back till next year. Till next year. Um, shout out to Wong, the smartest person. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to go get this tuna sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Wong <laughs> was like, oh, um, ain't nobody at the house. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, I got a house set, homie. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the sanctum is unguarded. Every time people online talk shit about Wong, I say the same thing. But the sanctum was unguarded. <laughs> the sanctum was unguarded. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's keep it 100. You know what they really need to do? Is on the Blu-ray, go back to Wong and show him fighting off like Shuma Gorath and Dormammu. <laughs> like, all these extra dimensional. And they come back and have like, you know, Tony come back or something. Like, well, what have you been doing? <laughs> the sanctum was so Sanctum is serious business, people. That is serious. The he ain't dealing with half the universe. Remember what Strange said? Multiverse, people. Yes. The that sanctum. It was unguarded. My nigga had to go back. 
back. He ain't got a cloak. He ain't got no damn. Where is his cloak? The cloak didn't disappear. It's just this cloak and an Iron Man. Yeah. Why did cloak disappear? Cloak was the character. Well, that's what I'm saying. The cloak disappeared. I don't know. Now I need to be watching. No, oh, I gotta go watch it I again. Wonder, I wonder. That would be an interesting thing if you know when he did that with all life. If you moved yourself into an inanimate object, would you? Like for example. If the Transformers were in the MCU, would they go? Well, are, are Transformers alive? Robots in Dude, the sky. Dude, I'm just... <laughs> Robots in the sky. I mean, would they go? Robots in the sky. There's some hardcore Transformer fan in the, in the, out there in the world that is pulling their hair out. Like, they're alive, dude. The Allspark is real. They are alive. The is real. They are alive. Look, Tracy said, yes, yes, they are. <laughs> no, they're not, nigga. You can't ride in something that's alive. It's a robot, okay? It's a robot. You can ride in things that are alive. What's that? You can ride on all kinds of things alive. What's that? In, um, you can ride inside of a whale. You'll be alive for a bit. Nigga, you ain't gonna be alive. <laughs> if you got scuba gear, you can ride. You'll be straight. Yep. Horrible. Yep. Speaking of that, <laughs> was the ending of Infinity... By the way, if y'all niggas haven't watched it by now, fuck out of here. Um, oh, we've been spoiling this since last week. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, 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 no. Here's it. Here's it. No, no, Lizzie, I've been saying that since I was a kid. She said, oh, uh, the Transformers, why they have genders. I've been saying that since I was a kid. I'm like, ain't they robots? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, let me explain this to you. So when a male robot and a female robot get together, one inserts his hard drive into her motherboard. Oh, God, stop it. That's how circuits are born. <laughs> Technically, no, you're not, you're not too far off. That's how things are processed. And when that data is crunched. <laughs> hey, listen. Listen, Kevin said you could ride a kangaroo. Nigga, have you seen a kangaroo? First of all, you probably could. Second of all. If your name's Joey. They are. As long as your name's Joey, you're straight. You're good. Really? Really? Well, I don't know that. Girl, but I assume. <laughs> no, kangaroos are giant motherfuckers. People got mad when that dude did that video. The the kangaroo was beating up on his dog and he just punched it. I'm like, nah, dude, you don't understand. <laughs> I've been to Australia when I was doing rapping. First of all, them niggas is everywhere. Like, they're not joking. Like, you'll be in regular life, regular city life, and the kangaroo would just hop by. Like, nigga, what? Yeah. That's how they roll. <laughs> they, they, it's overpopulated. Like, the whole island is just covered with kangaroos nope. everywhere. Nope. And they're giant, they're huge, and they like to fight. Yeah. They no, like literally. Like you heard the boxing kangaroos? That's some real shit. To them, that's fun. To them, they're like, yeah, nigga, let's box. Like, and so the dude had to punch the nigga in the face. So like, <laughs> kangaroos fine. The kangaroos are like, ah, oh, okay, you got me. Okay. You're not clean, right? You're not clean, right? Respect, respect, but pow! Oh, oh I'm dancing out here now, man. But, I've seen that. But keep I've it on the thing with Transformers. Is oh. the ending of Infinity War equivalent to the end of the Trans—I mean, the Transformers cartoon when Optimus Prime died? That fucked me up. <laughs> um, that fucked me no, up. I, well, for me, no. Um, it wasn't a sad. I mean, I know some people are, like, really sad by Infinity War, but you gotta, like, really... I mean, when you look at it, it's not like... I mean, come on, we already know Avengers 4 is coming out. Like if they, That's what, true. What they, if they would have been hard on it, it just said Infinity War, like, threw us off and Infinity War might be the last Avengers movie, and then did that, then it would be like, holy shit. I will never forget when I went to go see the Transformers cartoon as a kid. There was a grown man crying his ass off. He was... 
bawling in the front seat. Like, I remember the kid, like, Mom, is that cat guy crying? Also, Michael, goddammit, you see me put hashtag transformers? <laughs> oh, I wonder. That's too good. That's I wonder. Too good. That's a good question. Like, can they change? Like, for I example. Trash transformers. <laughs> wait. Wait a minute. Wait. Where are we going with this? This could go really left. <laughs> oh, Iron Train's Transformers. Because, <laughs> I mean, they have dinosaurs that are Transformers. That's not the same thing. Cause that's, not, that's nothing to do with the gender. So? <sighs> no, because reptiles that's can trans change. That's trans species. No, because, because reptiles can fluidly change gender. Not all of them. Some of them can. Lizards. So if they could become dinosaurs, they could kind of have the ability to fluidly change gender. Where are we going with that? Think about it. These robots are complex, all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. In disguise like a mother. In disguise. In disguise. This is a horrible conversation. Talk about the room, my channel. Fuck out of here. So, technically, Transformers have taken place. Wait, do the dino Transformers have genders? Yeah, Grimlock's the guy. Grimlock? Is Grimlock a man? Grimlock? Well, we know that's how Grimlock sounds. Grimlock? Grimlock could be a girl, dude. Could Grimlock be related to Groot? <laughs> Grimlock. Groot. I'm Groot. Grimlock. Is it the same character? <laughs> We're going way off subject. You would any character that's like simple, but like large, they'd be like, well, like kind of like Grimlock from Transformers? Great. <laughs> right, Groot. <laughs> I am Grootlock. Grootlock. Grootlock is uh, Grootlock. I am Grootlock. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, dude, that would be a perfect thing. All right, so Thanos erases all life, right? But it just erases the Allspark. But then Groot is able to, like, use his uh, tree to animate Grimlock and make Grootlock. What level of nerdiness is <laughs> What level are we on right now? This is over 9,000. You're talking about well, all Over 9,000. Over 9,000. I got the nerd. <laughs> I got the nerd gauntlet God out right now. damn it. Listen, man. This is we have just created Groot Lock. All right? <laughs> Groot Lock is Groot now Lock. a thing. Now, I'm gonna get, I need someone to draw Groot Lock. I need someone to Groot draw Groot Lock like a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna find some. I'm gonna get my audience. Groot Lock is lit. I like that. Groot Lock is lit. Groot Lock is that. lit. Um, before we bring in some guests, um, can you pull up that picture I sent you? Did they send? They send me an invite. Um, it's uh, we're gonna have three <coughs> black geeks join us. All three? I don't think it's gonna be all three of them. I think it's CJ. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, that'll work. Okay. Uh, um. I want to talk to y'all because something crossed my path recently. What level of bat privilege is this? Hold on. I got to bring it down a little bit so I can see it. What, what level of, of bat privilege is this? This over is some insane bat privilege here. Over 9,000. I think it's over 9 million. Avengers Infinity War review. It's not as good as the Dark Knight. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, <laughs> what does this mean? It's a different kind of good? <laughs> a better good? <laughs> oh, I get it. It isn't as good as Dark Knight. It's great. Or better. Ooh. Um, and here's here's the difference. Let, let's be realistic here. And I love Let the me, movie. I love it. I'm going to explain the difference between the Dark Knight and Infinity War for people who are amateurs at watching movies. Mm -hmm. 
The Dark Knight and what Christopher Nolan was able to do with Batman and the Avengers and what Marvel's been able to do with an entire universe full of fucking characters. B-list characters. Um, (laughs) um, Nolan was making blockbuster cinematic films Mm -hmm. utilizing a comic book character in his brand. Marvel is bringing comic books to life. Yeah. There's a huge difference there. And don't get me wrong, no shame in anybody's game here because what Nolan was able to do was phenomenal, especially for the comic book world. I love the reality. Don't get me wrong, Iron Man came out the same year, but Nolan's the one who set the fire to the pockets of the people who were ready to finance these new major motion pictures and the way forward for Marvel, Disney to make these kind of movies because he said, look, these comic book characters are on to something greater. All right, these stories, these characters, the essence of these characters Mm -hmm. are something bigger. Marvel took that and turned that into, hey, let's take these stories and just make them live action. I have a question. Was it the Bat-Nolan films that made Batman become the infinite seller in comic books as it was today? Because Batman used to not really sell like that. Like, he sold. Yeah, um... But now he's consistently top ten. I would say, after the Dark Knight, Batman truly became untouchable. Okay, okay. I, I would agree. say that level of film... I can agree. ...put him to be untouchable. I would say the Avengers would almost be able to do it. The only problem is Avengers... Batman was still A-list. So mm-hmm. Batman was still in the sense that you yeah. know he was he's always been his. Yeah. Avengers have had the problem where they've had so many team changes, and even during this run, mm-hmm. Marvel still has not seen fit to just let them rock with the movie team mm-hmm. as the main team. I can agree, and I think that's because Marvel does see the big picture in the uh-huh. sense that they're not looking at the ten year timeline mm-hmm. that we're at right now. They're looking down the road of we are going to have to get rid of some of these people. Yeah. So even in the books, you know, we're going to need to see how these teams change. And we might get the Hercules. Because think about it. We've got Spider-Man. Think about the team changes. We could get female Thor. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could we could totally go down that road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and get those mixed up a minute. No, you're absolutely right. Um, I like what MDF said. He said Nolan did an interpretation of the Batman source material the way a modern director would interpret Shakespeare. I agree 100%. Um, you know, I created the, the, the phrase bat privilege for a reason. One of the main reasons why is people got really mad at Iron Fist about being a rich white dude who, who went to Asia and learned their ways and ended up being better. And I said, isn't that how Batman begins to start? <laughs> 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 Let's have yeah. this conversation. Let's have, I tell people, a lot of people get mad at me for having this conversation. I'm just saying, like, isn't that exactly what happened? He starts out in China. Yes. He beats up Asians in the birth of business. Yeah. Before a word of dialogue is spoken. Yeah. He is beating up Asians. Yes. No. Multiple. Yes. He is not Batman yet. Yes. And he's not Batman yet. At least Iron Fist is Iron Fist. We're going to get in trouble this episode. (laughs) After he does that, not only does he do it successfully, he also gets what most people would consider preferential treatment because... They all get shit on uh-huh. by, by the guards, right? Put it other places. He, I think, leaves jail that afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> he leaves <laughs> jail, and he gets privileged by a, a whitewashed character. 
Who's supposed to be an Asian man? <laughs> Ra's al Ghul, white man of white men. Not just white who Irish. Also, who <laughs> also gets other Asian men to pretend to be him. Wow! <laughs> and not only that, has convinced him to sacrifice their lives in his name. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me about Iris. Tell me about Iris. Tell me Tell me about Until, hold up, hold up, hold up. Until, and here's how it goes down. Until another white man comes. You takes all of the training, all of the mystic arts of the mm-hmm. Asian culture mm-hmm. taught to him by the white man. By the white man. <laughs> and then kills all the Asian people, but somehow <laughs> saves the white man. But saves the white man! the white man! But does not completely save him. <laughs> Leaves him with another Asian man to take care of him as he goes on on his new adventure. But privilege! <laughs> But tell me about Iron Fist. So, oh my God, Iron Fist. Oh man, that, I mean, tell me how him punching the dragon in the heart. <laughs> right. If the answer the best, legal privilege. Legal privilege. I don't. Where's the lie? And then they did it so much, they did it again in Arrow. <laughs> and I love Batman. I agree, Batman. I Batman. love having this conversation with people and see them just <laughs> struggle. How they'll tell me they hate Iron Fist, but then they watch Arrow. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Arrow, he gets lost. White man, yep. rich background, mm-hmm. blonde hair, mm-hmm. blue eyes, gets lost on vacation. Okay. Stop me when I'm wrong here. <laughs> gets lost on vacation, gets found by Asian people, spends years there learning their ways to the point that he becomes better. Then the Asian people, and then he comes back to America to claim his business. What's the difference? Somebody stop me. <laughs> I'm uh, just like, wait, whoa, 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 what's the difference? The difference is DC doesn't care. Lizzie <laughs> <laughs> said they're both trash. <laughs> no, you're right there. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Arrow is Walmart Batman. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I put him up that high. I was going to say, I would say Kmart. <laughs> Yeah. No, wait. $99 going? store? No, I would say the good guys. Remember them? There? <laughs> <laughs> Circuit City? <laughs> Circuit City. Yeah, Circuit City of uh, Batman. Circuit City Batman. Oh, On his dude. way out all the time. Oh, man. But every you know time. What, you know what Green Arrow has plenty of? Huh? Issue ones. <laughs> wow. Ow, that kind of hurt me, nigga. Damn. <laughs> but there's no lie. I tell you right now, you know how you can tell the signs of a shitty character. Issue ones. Yeah. How many you got, homie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, that's one of the main reasons how I how I earned my versus the world old name. Cause I would tell niggas straight up like that. Like people would be dissing Iron Fist, and then they say I'm watching Arrow. I'm like, hold up, what's the difference? <laughs> like, whoa, 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 let's have this conversation. I'm all about conversation, and I'm real open to being wrong. Yeah. I'm open to someone proving me wrong, and I'll be like, you know what? You're right. You're right. Thank you for me- helping me learn. But every time I bring up those comparisons, people got nothing. Hey, hey, they got nothing. Here's, here's, the, here's the difference that I tell people. Unlike, uh, unlike both Arrow and Batman, Iron Fist didn't actually beat up Asian people to retain his title. He and beat move up white people. No. Nope. He beat up a fucking dragon. A dragon. Yeah, you're that right. Took his heart. He punched the dragon in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> he punched the dragon in the heart. He punched the dragon in the heart. So he didn't go and take all his stuff from their culture. 
all the culture had the option of going down to fight the fucking dragon. <laughs> all right? He beat up the we dragon to his heart. Batman and Arrow beat up the other Asian people and said, I'm better than you. And I'm taking this shit elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. I like your shit better. Not only that, <laughs> out. but we don't see no signs of them sending checks back saying, hey, let me help you old motherfuckers out. You know what I'm saying? Woo. Um, we should keep it moving. <laughs> we don't get in trouble. I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh, man. Just it out there. Um, I think we should try to holler at our guests. Um, all right. So is it? Did you matter? Did yeah, you it's, he said they're under three black geeks. T H R E E. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, we had oh, our T-H-R-E. friend. T H R E. Yeah, T H R E. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. It's C J. There he oh, is. Okay. Um, a few weeks ago, uh, we had uh the drunk combo fans. Fans, shout out to Dex. Shout out to Kev. Um, Prairie, Becky, uh, Fourth Wall, the the rest of the council. Um. We had Dex on the line with us, and we were talking about the Universal Fan Con. A lot of people hopped on us, on my in my mentions. They were pissed off. They were like, how are you guys going to talk shit about something that you guys were not involved in? Mm. You know what? I agree. I agreed. I said, you know what? You're right. We had nothing to do with this. We didn't want to get involved. They asked, People asked us, and, I, and we were like, nah, we cool, we cool, we cool, we cool. I run a very. I used to run a very successful con. This man can uh, uh, go agree with that. It was called the Sat Con. It started out small. We started out very, very small, but we started getting bigger and bigger and bigger within the ten years of us starting it. It got so big, Wizard World tried to buy us out. Wizard World was like, "Yo, we want." To buy you guys out, and we were like, "No, we're gonna do our own shit." Wizard World came here to Sacramento. It didn't go to San Francisco. It didn't go to Oakland. It didn't go to L.A. It went to Sacramento. That's because we got Sacramento popping in the comic book world. I'm known in these streets as Zach. You know what I'm saying? Like, be like, "Oh shit, it's that." Like, I helped get that shit going. It became so big that like they now do anime shit now. The Sac anime and shit like that. I've helped run cons. That shit is not easy. It's not a simple thing. It's it's a lot that goes into it. Thousands upon thousands of dollars. They said that they were going to do this con. And I was looking at how much they were trying to raise. And I said, hold up. <laughs> that is way too low. That is way too low. Y'all need to be going for at least 200 th- racks. You can't run no con with no 350? That's what. <laughs> <laughs> I need about 350. 350. I need about three He always asking for money. Oh, yeah. That's shout out to the South Park reference. Um, so I wanted to get people who were involved on. Uh, three Black Geeks, they've been asking to come on. Um, uh, we're going to try and hit them up now. To see if we can get some, you know, talk more about this. Let's see. That's like... <coughs> oh, yeah. I guess I'll put the headphones on. Not available. That's why I have to switch over to the other window again. Hmm. Would you like to leave a message? Hey, uh, you're supposed to go on show. Did you not pick up? Uh, did he just pick up? I don't know. Uh, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yo. Yo, there we go. Hey, right. hey, what's up? Can you hey, hear me? Yes, yeah. we can. Peace, we God. Can peace, 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 peace. <laughs> How we doing, my brother? Uh, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good, man. Hey, man, go ahead and plug your show real quick. <laughs> um, uh, my name is CJ from uh, Three Black Geeks. Uh, we do a weekly show. Um, 
covering a variety of topics. Uh, we got our main show where we talk about random movies, whether it's movies that we grew up on or recent movies. Um, we got more from Metacast where we talk about Power Rangers. Yeah, I remember you. Um, <laughs> Yo, Power Rangers is big right now. Still is, man. man especially with Hasbro buying them out now. So we'll see what happens. Oh, Hasbro uh, bought them. Yeah, Hasbro bought them. Oh, sure. um, ride the hype. Yeah, uh, we got our working title sports show, which is our weekly sports show, even though it's only weekly during the NFL season. I know right <laughs> now they're kind of doing it like bi-weekly uh-huh. just because, you know, the NBA season and kind of, you know, allowing ourselves to kind of pick up on a lot of stuff. Um, we got a combo corner where I'm starting to pick up on now, actually doing that every week now since we've been playing catch up with a lot of things now. Mm-hmm. And uh, trying to think, I think of anything else. Oh, Wrestle Corner. That's our wrestling show. I was gonna say, do. don't you got a wrestling podcast as well? God, yeah, God. Wrestle Corner. So yeah, y'all need a yeah, show that's... about all your other shows. <laughs> <laughs> like like an explanation yeah, yeah. show, like weekly. Like this is where we're at, motherfuckers. This is how many shows we got. This is what we got in the pipe. We got a show coming about space. We're gonna talk about all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's on. That's on. And that's on top of us, like going out to like different uh, critic screenings and stuff too. So, yeah, that's so. Dope. we're trying to do that too. Uh, they're starting to do that in Sacramento now. Like, I, oh, okay. I, I hit up. Uh, shout out to Geeks Worldwide. Um, they, you know, the, the guy asked me to come because usually his wife goes, and I talked to the guy who throws them, and he, yeah, he said we we're just now starting to do that in Sacramento. So I put our names in there. We're trying to do the same thing. We're just trying to be like y'all, man. Just go out there and represent. Yeah. yeah, we're just two. Well, one black geek and one waffle color geek. Yeah, so. yeah. Luke that's, Beige over here. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Like, I think all three of us, we've been kind of like slowly feeling as though we were behind the curve on a lot of stuff. I was like, why did we do this years ago? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. But at least we're in, so it don't even matter at this that's point. Good. So we're good. That's good. Yeah. Again, your press yeah. passes. Um, but I don't know if you heard what I said earlier. Um, we talked about uh, uh, the Universal Fan Con a few weeks ago without knowing all the stuff, um, but we were just joking about it, and people kind of got on our asses about it, and they were like, yo, like, how you going to talk about something you know nothing about? Yeah, okay. I, I totally yeah. knew it was called Fan Con. <laughs> it was about Fan Con, right? Yeah, I was like, universally. <laughs> universally fans getting con. You got con in every way possible, buddy. Congratulations. So, hey, I, hey, man, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so, consider the fact we weren't there from ground zero. I'm glad that you're here. I want you to start from the beginning for us in the audience so that they can better get a better understanding. Okay, so, 2016, I think you guys probably saw the Kickstarter for Universal FanCon, right? Yes. Yes, we did. Okay, so... They did a they did um thing for Universal Fan Con and I you know I, I threw money for the whole thing where you know you get tickets and basically you get tickets for life. At the time, I didn't think about like how like ridiculous that even sounded, but it was whatever. I was like, hey, repeat their that. convention. <laughs> Wait, tickets for life? Yeah, you know, but I was like, hey, you know, hey, I I know the people that started, right, 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 right. so hey, you know, they'll maybe they'll figure out the logistics later. Fine. <laughs> there ain't no logistics that. Money run the fuck out. <laughs> oh, I know, but I'm saying at the time, that's at the why time, I figured I get it. it was. I get it. Yeah, so I was like, all right. So Kickstarter was over, and I think they made close to 60, 60K, 60,000, close okay. to it. I think it's like 50, 56, 57, 1,000, which is for a convention starting out, that's actually not bad. Not that's bad. Yeah, you can run. Actually... Now, how much were they asking for? Uh, I think they were asking for 25 starting out. Oh, wow, so they doubled. 
Yeah, so they doubled it. So they yeah, doubled it. Doubled it. So, <laughs> so, so after that whole thing, after the, you know the Kickstarter was over, so we were sitting back like, oh man, we you know we'd be able to go to the convention. So this is the time. This is where the timeline for us starts. So this is around the end of January. We got contacted by um, Rob of the Black Geeks. Not not the three Black Geeks. Black... The other Black Geeks. No. The Black Geeks. The Black Geeks. The Black Geeks. Not three. <laughs> Take the R out. Right. Take, Take the R out. Yeah, get that out. Okay. So, basically, it was a situation where he was like, hey, um, would you guys want to be on for, like, actual, like, affiliates? And I was like, okay, what do affiliates do? And it basically, it was a situation where we'd be just promoting the show and, you know, on our social media platforms, just like a lot of other people that are affiliates and stuff. And I was like, okay, that's that's cool and stuff. So, basically... When we said yeah, he hit us up with an email a day later saying that, hey, um, we need um, at least one of you guys to sign this NDA. And I was like, okay, that makes sense because, you know, you're announcing guests and you don't want to just blurb it out that you have a guest and then they might not assign. Mm-hmm. Understandable. So that's why we assigned the NDA. Mm-hmm. So we assigned it and we signed it. This is February 3rd. Of this year. February 3rd. That's when we signed it. Yeah, yeah, fe- yeah. Twenty seventeen, twenty seventeen, twenty seventeen. Okay, twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So basically, when we got the email hitting him hitting us up about the affiliate, it was January thirtieth, twenty seventeen. Okay. So this is after Kickstarter has settled up and it was already done. So okay. So that's the timeline. That's where it started for us. Mm-hmm. So when we signed the NDA February third, that's when the whole planning stages start. So I was like, all right, cool. So around our area, we have. On the East Coast, there's at least in the DMV, there's a lot of conventions. So you have MAGFest, mm-hmm. you have uh, Otakon, you have AwesomeCon, you have KatsuCon, you have Anime USA, and a bunch of little small, little mini Comic Cons here and there. On the DMV? So right around that time, I'll, yeah, just in the DC metropolitan area, there's, there's a lot of big and small conventions. Okay. But the major ones is basically Otakon, KatsuCon, AwesomeCon, and you can say Anime USA to the point. Okay. So. This is about February. I was asking them, hey, you know, I know we just starting out, but maybe we should start, like, going to all the local conventions and start, like, really pushing Universal Fan Con and stuff, even if we don't have anything kind of set in place in terms of guests and stuff, we can at least tell people what we are trying to do at this convention so that by next year, we'll basically have, you know, people that are still interested in it that heard about it. Mm Mm-hmm. You could say more or less they kind of ignored us. I mean, it wasn't just us. It was all other people. But as far as we were concerned, I was like, okay, well, maybe they heard it. Maybe they got it under control. All right, cool, fine. So Awesome Con comes up. Awesome Con 2017. I was like, hey, we should really get a table and start promoting Universal Fan Con. Well, you know, it's just we don't have anything settled. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just saying, like, so would the really con- to push this out. <laughs> would Awesome Con let you guys promote another con there? Yeah, yeah. A lot, a lot of conventions will let you do that. Like okay. Otacon will let you promote, or yeah. So because it, it's not like it's cutting the business. Let's no, no, real. I get like, what you're saying. It really is. They don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because cons- you have a table there. Right. We've done cons mm-hmm. out here, and like, there's like cons like in San Francisco, and we had asked to promote there, and they could promote at our con. And they, like, hated on us. I was like, what's the problem? We're not taking money from you guys. <laughs> if anything, <laughs> you know, we're giving you money so we can have a table. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. obviously, we're not going to be doing it on the same day, right? So, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, 
<laughs> so okay, it's like okay. as far as far as far as us affiliates were concerned, just strictly just us affiliates. Like if you go to, I'm pretty sure you guys can go use the Wayback Machine and look at the Universal FanCon website. Like uh-huh. if you just look at the people that were just affiliates, uh-huh. as far as we knew. As far as the promotion and all that stuff was concerned, everything was taken care of. So the only thing we were worried about was basically, we were basically told, okay, just promote it on your social media platforms and blah, 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 blah. And okay, that's it. And I was like, all right, cool, fine. Mm-hmm. And as far as what we were promised, we were promised that basically whatever tickets that we sold, we get a percentage of the sales. Okay. Yeah. So say, let's say if we sold sold these amount of tickets for the month of, say, March or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever amount we did, we got us as affiliates, well, at least if they use, if the particular person that bought the tickets used, say, our our podcast fan, our podcast code for, for the 10% discount, mm-hmm. we get a little bit of the money from that. So, all right, all right cool. That That's actually a pretty cool setup. So, that was basically, at least for us affiliates, that's what we were promised and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the... As, huh? Was it, my bad. Was there a quota? Was like there a certain amount you had to make? Um. Well, in terms, like I, I don't know. I know they wanted. I guess put it this way. In terms of the amount of tickets that they wanted to sell, mm-hmm. they wanted to sell a sh- like I'm just gonna say a shit ton, like way more than what was feasible. Okay. Put it that way. Hmm. Over um, nine thousand. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I get it. You guys shot for the moon, whatever. So as 2017 started keeping going and going, and we're promoting it and stuff like that. You know, we're hearing about this guest is there. We were hearing about homeboy from Game of Thrones, Hodor, the dude that played Hodor. We, we were saying that he was going to be there. Sure. You know, Big Daddy Kane. Um, you know, the, the, the cast of American Gods and, you know, wow. Orlando Jones. Wow. Oh, so we're hearing all this. Yeah, Orlando Jones. And, and the thing of it is, Orlando Jones know, knew a lot of the people higher up, you know, from you know, like, whether it's uh, Black Girl Nerds mm-hmm. or a lot of other people because, you know, hey, they interact with them and stuff, and then the tweets, you know, on Twitter and all that stuff. So that, yeah. I get, I got that. So yeah, that was to be the perspective. So, you know, and again, just observation, I was like, man, we're getting all these big names. I mean, I was assuming, again, they must have gotten a lot of funding from outside. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> no, I mean, it's a solid list, bro. Because that's 60,000. Yeah. I was looking at that amount. I'm like, hey, y'all got all those names? I mean, you know, I know Orlando Jones ain't what he was in the 90s. <laughs> but, I mean, because uh, <laughs> he at least take that whole yeah, 60,000. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was a Billy D was actually going too. So oh, I was no, like, Billy oh, D don't do nothing for less than two, <laughs> two thousand two hundred. Because 200. the money, because they, they, you know, I once again back to the con thing. When we would get people to come out, like we had Chris Claremont come out, he had he charged to be there, but we also had to pay for his flight and a hotel. Yeah. So, so like, so all that you take in, Yeah. So you take in that. And then on top of them wanting to fly out some DJs from Japan, they were one. They, let's just say there was a lot of aspirations they're throwing out there. And me and Dwayne and even my boy DJ Sue, we were just kind of like, I mean, I guess they got it, but Jesus, okay. So <laughs> I want to say like I, I want to say late 2017. That's when there was a little bit of rumblings like, mm, I don't know if we're going to be able to get guests, which I was like, okay, I don't think that's a big deal because let's be real. You're in Baltimore. And it's like, look, you got a lot of local people there. Mm-hmm. You know, you got local DJs that's, that's coming to 
the convention. So even if you didn't get those DJs from Japan, okay, you got local DJs from Baltimore that's there. Why would you try to get a DJ problem. from Japan? Like You're the best DJs. Yes. I mean, I'm not against that, but like, consider the fact you could just imagine how much it would cost. Well, yeah, so it's like just so so shade at Trump, you know. <laughs> Instead of growing with the homegrown, you know, you branch out, you know. <laughs> so, so so you had so there was a little bit of like I don't know if we're gonna get this guest, but whatever that's that happens because you're not always gonna get those guests, right? So cut to February this year. That's when we find out. Hey guys, I don't know if this convention is going to happen because we're running into a bit of money issues. Who said that? Now, who was the first to say that? Now, Rob. Uh, kind of going yeah, out a little bit. the meeting. Yeah, that, that's it. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Rob was. Yeah, Rob was the first one that mentioned it. Now, Rob, that's from the Black so, Geeks. Yep, he okay. was the first one to mention it. So he mentioned it, and but it was still kind of like, hey, we need to make some cuts and stuff like that, which a lot of us were saying, you're letting me some cuts. At the same time, we were also saying, hey, you know, you probably should be transparent and tell the people what's happening. I would think so, yeah, at a minimum. But the thing of it is, as per something like this, hubris tends to get in the way. Which I get, because, hey, you know, as Ving Rhaim said in Pulp Fiction, pride will fuck with you. And that's essentially what it, what it was during that meeting was <laughs> a lot of prideful people. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you want to say fuck pride, but a lot of people were just like, I don't want to say that because that's going to look embarrassing to us. And I'm like, who the fuck cares? It's either you're damn if you do, damn if you don't. Just tell people. What's the worst that's going to happen? They already got the bag. But, fuck pride. Yeah, so 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 they, you know, we were told that they were making cuts, and I was like, all right, cool, maybe they got it, fine. Did they want and you guys way, to say anything? I'm, I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we we were under NDA anyway, so it's not like we could say anything. Okay, okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. Anyway. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So we were thinking, okay, they got it. So I remember. About a month later, we had a meeting, and that's when shit hit the fan because that's when um, Homeboy, um, the guy that, you know, Thai fam or whatever, he was like, oh, man, I got to pay these people because we hit the deadline where we got to pay these people and get their flights out and blah, blah, blah. Tensions were high in that meeting because it was the whole issue of money and, like, arguing and stuff. And, like, when that happened, so it was me and Dwayne. We were in the meeting. This is, this is a conference call, right, on video and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a Zoom, yeah, it was a Zoom conference call, so you can use video and audio too if you wanted. So I had my video up, and like when shit was hitting the fan and real talk was starting to spit, I had to turn my camera off and mute my mic because I was just laughing. Because one dude and I forgot what his name was, his criticism, while partly racist, was also partly true. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> was, I think was, I know where this is going. <laughs> it was one of those like. He has a point, but dude, you didn't have to really team it in racism a bit. Like, <laughs> why? Like, what are we doing here? Like, okay, fine. So, at that point, you know, I was like, I guess we've reached that critical point where this convention is either going to get delayed or they're going to keep making cuts and stuff. Now, going back when they started, now going back to it when they started this convention, it was at the Baltimore Convention Center. Now, I wasn't aware. I know that when you do a convention center, right? I know it costs money. Yeah. But as I found out this year, as 
a lot of, I'm pretty sure you guys saw the articles and stuff after fan kind of got canceled of them breaking it down. I didn't realize that um, actually trying to get the Baltimore Convention Center was ridiculous in terms of money. I can that, imagine. So, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I think somebody said it can get up to like maybe close to the millions at uh, least, at the very least. We have a big convention center here in Sacramento right next to where the Sacramento Kings play. And, yeah. you know, the people, I, I don't deal with SACCON anymore, but I still keep in contact with the people who did it. And I remember when they first wanted to move it over there, and I remember how much they they wanted. And, like, I remember thinking, holy fucking shit, they wanted, like, like half a mil. And, like, but, like, people will show up, and they will do the promo, and they got, like, Starbucks and all types of shit in there and stuff like that. So that's what most of the money went to. So that's why I went, once again, when I saw how much money they were raising, I'm like, I'm not out in Baltimore, but that seems like a very low number. Yeah, and, and I mean, for the amount of money that they were trying to, that they got from the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. to be quite honest, that's enough to actually have a three-day small hotel convention. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Oh, see, I, I figured, up. I mean, 60K, I was like, man, I mean, because, you know, we're in Cali, so prices are a little bit higher. So I figured, <laughs> I was like, they probably going to do this where they shot the wire at. <laughs> just on the street. Oh, man. It's right out the street like in the hood. It's going to be like, uh, it's going to be like a kicking party. Like, hey, what's happening, man? A block party. A little block yeah, party. I mean, no, not even that high. <laughs> like a little kicking. Like, some people yeah, just I mean, happen this... to be in the park. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's a hotel connected to the convention, so in my head, before I saw they went at the convention, I was like, well, maybe this is going to be an hotel, because yeah. um, BlurCon, and 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 again, Dwayne always says, dude, why you got to bring him to the convention? I'm like, but dude, I can't help it, because BlurCon, I know the guy that started it, mm-hmm. he actually ran events at my college that I graduated from. Okay. okay. So, he did BlurCon, he started out at the Hilton Hotel in Crystal City. That's where he had it at. Mm-hmm. And he just started small, and where his head was going, it was like, hey, I just want to start this, and maybe as we grow, we'll, instead of having it just in this hotel, we can branch out and have the auxiliary stuff in the other hotel across the street from us, and we just branch out from there. So I was like, yeah, that's normally how you do it. I mean, that's how Otakon did it when I first went back in 98. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually started in a hotel in Baltimore before they moved to the convention center. So basically, um, they had to grow up. They had to grow to that where they're at now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ketsukon, MAGFest. I mean, MAGFest didn't hit to the National Harbor till about pff, four or five years ago. Before then, they were in Crystal City in a small hotel. And at one point, I think the year before they went to National Harbor, the fire marshal actually had to come to the hotel to tell people, hey, we can only have X amount of people in the hotel because we're past capacity and right. that's a fire hazard. Right, right, right. So at, at that point, they had to move to the National Harbor. But it, MAGFest was never that way before, mm-hmm. you know? So every convention, even San Diego Comic-Con, had to grow to the where it was at. Yeah, this yeah. Is, this is real, you know? But, and I also understood with Universal FanCon just from the beginning, oh, hey, you know, you shot for the moon. Cool, I get it, but whatever. They they obviously had it, whatever. So cut to that meeting, all hell raised loose and stuff like that. So me and Dwayne were like, man, I don't know what's going to happen to this convention. Uh-huh. So cut to... That following week uh, meeting, uh, basically, okay, everything's fine. We're getting everything done. This convention is happening. Come hell or high water. And maybe they got shit figured out. You know, for all intents and purposes, you know, it basically comes down to 
okay, we're not going to get the American Gods cast, but we are going to get the Killjoys and the Magicians. I'm like, all right, cool. That's big. That, 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 that's yeah. actually pretty awesome. That's that's awesome. That's mm-hmm. dope. Um, obviously, we're not going to get Billy D. Okay, whatever. We weren't going to get Big Daddy, Big Daddy Kane. Fine, whatever. Um, a lot of American guys actually they didn't they, that wasn't going to happen because of uh, their schedule. schedule. Apparently, the schedule came up and actually started filming. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever, and stuff. Um, one person in particular. Um, <laughs> oh my god, crazy thing. Um, apparently, Carly Payton was actually going to do convention before the series. Who? Who again? Sorry, he started to cut Sorry, off. Sorry, Peyton. Like the guy that was... Connection was... Dropping a bit. Uh, uh, oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Hello? Hello? Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, I... uh, <laughs> Did we lose you again? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're cut off for one second. Hold up. Yeah. Okay, oh, can, you can you hear me? Uh, you're in and out, so... <laughs> hold up. Hold up, hold up. <sighs> Trying to get to a place where the signal... Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. From Cyborg, Cyborg, he voiced Cyborg from Teen oh, Titans. That dude. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah, no, I love Cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was actually going to do the convention. He was actually going to do the convention for free. Dead serious. Oh, wow, wow. That's a plug. Yeah, yeah. So when we heard that, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But then that didn't happen because of his schedule. So I was like, all right, fine. I get it. Understandable. So hold on for one sec. Let's see if something here. Real quick. Kari Payton. I thought it was somebody else yeah. inside. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought it was like a bigger actor. Like, like all right, can you like see me? Yeah, yes, we can. Yes, we can. All right, cool. Like yeah. he was like one of those like, pretty light dudes. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, so, so basically, after that meeting and stuff, the following week, I guess everything died down. Like I said, it looked like everything was going to get trimmed down, but the convention was still happening. So I'm like, okay, I guess we're fine, you know, and. Basically, I want to say, so April 20th is when they announced that the convention was canceled. I'm going to say the week before, when we had that meeting, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as we knew, everything was fine. Everything was on schedule, you know? So, as far as we knew, everything was fine. <laughs> now, here's where the red flag should have went up, but I didn't pay it any mind. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned to them that we should have that, like, that, that week of the FanCon... That, that fan con week that Tuesday we should have a meeting as like just to kind of dot the, you know, dot the I's cross the T's whatever mm-hmm. so it was like alright cool so that Monday all of us got an email saying that the meeting is getting postponed to Friday so I'm like okay why is it going to Friday if the fan con is supposed to happen but 
whatever. Right. Okay. So that's when uh, Friday I'm at work and I'm browsing online. And this is around, so nine, one of the people that was part of FanCon announced their resignation. That was old girl, right? Yeah, yeah. She announced her resignation, so I was like, all right, okay, what the hell's going on? But whatever. So, right around that time, that's when I saw everybody on Twitter saying that their hotel got canceled. And that's when the hotel said that because Universal Fan Guy got canceled, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then, like, between everybody commenting and stuff, about 30 minutes later, we got an email saying, Fan Guy Fan Con is postponed, and we got a meeting later tonight. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. See, here's where they fucked up first. They should (laughs) have jumped in front of that bullet before the Hyatt or whatever hotel place sent that email first. Mm Mm-hmm. And the thing of it is, they, to me, I, I honestly, guy, I think that they knew beforehand. Mm-hmm. They just didn't want to say it. But, you know, again, I don't have proof that they knew beforehand, so I can't sit there and say it, but whatever. I got you. I got you. So, we had the meeting that night, and I told them straight up, I was like, look, man, like, I already had two people DM us pissed, thinking that we had something to fucking do with it. And right. to be honest with you guys... And Dwayne will tell you straight up, if you ever hit him up and stuff, he'll tell you straight up, he's like, dude, he had to calm me down because for the first 20 minutes of that meeting, I was a little venting because I'm like, dude, do you know how bad this looks for all of us that were promoting the show? I'm going to give it a buck. I thought you guys had a part of it because of the promo. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, Like, we had two people DM us thinking that we had something to do with the money, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We were just on to promote the show. We had jack shit to do with the money. So I had to tell him straight up during the meeting, I was like, look, you guys need to tell people when's the next date now. Not next week, not two days for later, now. Because nobody's trying to hear this bullshit because all, all like any sort of goodwill is gone after today. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Right. Done. And if, and if y'all put out any bullshit, which, surprise, surprise, they did put out some bullshit in that fact. <laughs> um, you put out any bullshit, it's done. Yeah, and they sat and they sat there and told me he was like, "Well, we don't have a, we can't put out a date yet." And I'm like, "Okay, that's bullshit." Because how do you, you how are you gonna say it's postponed then? Yeah, how are you saying it's postponed then? Yeah. Especially since people have bought tickets already, yeah. like to like fly, like fuck the tickets to the show, like we like, all got airfare, yeah, airfare. You got hotel arrangements, you got car arrangements. You got to go, you know, cancel. Yeah. So I mean, I I most geeks I know. They don't buy refundable business class cost tickets. They buy that one-way, non-refundable, cheap shit. (laughs) (laughs) And and the thing of it is, it was like, because again, and folks can, all your viewers, they can can go to the Wayback Machine and type in Universal FanCon. If you want to look at the people that ran it, it's right there on the site, right then and there. But the thing of it is, it's like, okay, so I say my piece into it, and me and Dwayne were sitting there like, I'm sitting in this meeting for maybe another 10 minutes after I said my piece. If they're not saying anything that's giving us peace of mind, I'm out. Right. Straight up. Right. So we're sitting there for another 15 minutes and they're kind of dancing in circles. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. And it was like right at that point, I, just me personally and stuff. I was just fed up with it because while I like some of the people higher up that was running it, it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way how they couldn't at least own up to it and just say, hey, you fucked up. Business. It's it's business. It's a business move. Like 
Like, I'm cool with you, but you making me look bad out here in these streets. <laughs> yeah, and, and right. it is. So that's, so that's when Dwayne, the next day, he put out that video, which I'm pretty sure you guys saw. I saw because, it. Because we were just like, you know what, fuck it. If, if, if nobody is saying anything and it's a bunch of finger pointing, fuck it. You might as well just put the video out there so people know X, Y, and Z of what happened and stuff. Right. And I think between our video and a lot of people putting articles out there and stuff like that, that's when everybody kind of got a good idea of what the fuck was going on. Yeah, here, Robert, son. <laughs> the, the, the thing with it is, even amidst all the articles, what pissed me off was okay. So, I, you know, Jamie, black girl nerds, right, right? Right, right? So, you know, I never had an issue with Jamie whatsoever. Just full disclosure, never had a problem with Jamie whatsoever, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, what bugged me was I understood. Okay, I, I didn't like the fact that both Robs, because it's Rob from the Black Geeks and the other Rob, Big Baba Rob, Big Baba Rob, yeah. Um, they, I felt that they threw her under the bus because she was the only one talking. Yeah, I agree. I felt that way. And me and her have had issues, but from a human being standpoint, I thought that was kind of foul on their part. I'm like, dude, yeah. everyone's coming for her because she has the bigger voice. Y'all niggas ain't saying nothing. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I felt bad for her that like they threw her under the bus. But the thing of it is, when she made that statement and she yeah. said she was just a and she just said she was just a volunteer. At that point, I was like, "Fuck you, Jamie." Yeah, that like, was kind of... That's where because, she fucked up at. Because here's the thing. How are you going to call yourself a volunteer when the NDA that you had all the affiliates sign, your name, or at least the black girl na- girl nerd... The brand. Comp brand. Yeah. And the black geeks is on top of the NDA. So you can't say that you were just a volunteer if your brand was on top. You have to co-sign that. And wasn't she getting a check off of it? Like, wasn't she going to get paid off of it? You guarantee if it was successful, I would have to think. I would have to think that you would. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Did she get paid leading up to it? I'm fifty fifty on that. Maybe she did. Maybe she. I don't know. But we can know one thing. If she, if things would have gone well, that whole uh, they they wanted their branding on it. They wanted to be affiliate. They they were more than affiliates. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's just, if you will. <laughs> yeah, and it, just to say you're a volunteer, that's when I was stepping back. Like, that's bullshit. Like, right. you weren't a volunteer. Like, to be a volunteer, you would have to be in our position. But you were more than that. You were, you literally on your Kickstarter said you're the co-founder alongside the Black Geeks. Like, come on. Like, what are we talking about here? So, it's just, so it's just like that is where I was just like, fuck it. I don't care. And I know a lot of people were saying that, well, why didn't you say anything? And I had to tell people, like, yo, a lot of us affiliates, we had to sign NDAs. That's oh, why so there's, so there's I, paperwork. There's paperwork and shit. So yeah, there's paperwork. Understand. See, I didn't know that myself. And that was something I was going to ask you. Not, like, to, like, grill you or something. I was just like, do you feel like you should have said something? But now that you tell me there's paperwork, okay, that completely changes everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, trust me, if a lot of us could, I think a lot of us back in February would have been like, fuck it. FanCon is in is in financial straits. We need help. I would have said it, but it's like, <laughs> well, you said, yeah, you but didn't it's say like, anything and give people that impression of being con. See, right. <laughs> I, I mean, I see this is why I like these conversations because, you know, we looked at it as the basic situation, you know, and we, we looked at this, people went out to raise money to do something. That money disappeared and nothing was done to yeah. me. That just says, Motherfucker, you took the money and ran. I mean, there's really no other explanation between it. But to find out all the stuff behind the scenes, like you said, like, no, I mean, it was, I mean, from what I'm gathering, it just was a continuously diminishing project as they were going forward and all the way leading up to the date where 
people, you know, from the side of the stop, you know, trying to respond to things, just kind of ignored shit. I mean, motherfuckers took that money. They, you know, paid some bills and they just kind of rode. And that was my problem when everything went to shit. Because a lot of people expected me to be petty. And I'm like, I can't be petty over people losing their money. Like, if this is uh-huh. just some Twitter shit, ha ha ha, whatever. But, like, people, like, bread was lost. And I take that oh. shit personally. Like, I'm like, yo, because, like, if that was me, I'm raising hell in high water. So, when everything started going to shit, they were pointing to the top people, of course, at Jamie. And all I saw was a bunch of finger pointing. And that's, and that's the problem. It's like, look, guys. There were 52 people on that board. Again, you can go to the Wayback Machine and you can go straight to the site and you see all the people that are involved. And the problem is, it's like, it's a bunch of finger pointing and it's like, outside of us, and I know, um, shout out to Phenom for Where's My 40 Acres, he interviewed a lot of people that were in our position that were affiliates. It, it sucks that us, we had to sit there and be the ones to sit there and say, now, if I wanted to be an asshole, I could sit down and throw out some a lot of other people's names that were involved, but I'm not going to do that because ahead, like, man. yo. Like, call out the name. <laughs> call the name. We didn't show for it, man. No, we didn't show for it. First, last names, got socials. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to be messy, but it's like, the thing it is, you could, but I'm saying, you could, like I said, the Wayback Machine is right there if people want to look. So my yeah. thing is, this is like, when I see all the finger pointing, it's like, yo, nobody's saying, hey, I fucked up. Nobody is saying well, that, and that's I'm my saying, problem. I'm saying, where, no one was talking money. Like, yeah. everyone was too busy pointing fingers, and I'm like, fuck all that. <laughs> you don't follow no, and I, could t- and I could tell you straight up, Rob knows where the money has a... Pr- I, put it this way. I guarantee you, if there's at least one person that I can at least 100% say has knowledge of money, is Rob. Because he was the one that hit us up and told us, how, I think, was it back in March, right? We had sold, I think, like, five tickets for that month, right? Mm-hmm. And he told us, oh, hey, you guys sold five tickets, it was this amount, and you get this cut. So, for him to know the specific amount that we were supposed to get that month, he has knowledge of the money. I can say that straight up. Have people gotten paid back? Um, as far as I know, um, I know a lot of people that were trying to get their money back. They had to go through their credit card company and banks. I know ShowClicks, I think they might have gotten some of their money back. I know a lot of people, even right now, have been getting a runaround from ShowClicks. They just got emails, but nothing in their bank account. Dang. I mean, the... I mean, I think a lot. I mean, I think a lot. You have a lot of time too. You know what I mean? Between when you people probably purchased and set this up, you know. Because I mean, yeah. when you have stuff that's early announcement, you know, you try to get some tickets early on. It's hard to get refunds after, you know, months. And I months. wouldn't even know. Like, as someone who's had taken like payments for people for shows in advance before, I wouldn't even know like where to begin on how to get people's their money back. So that's why I never fucked up. Press I mean, and, and, and I mean, you count and you factor in. Now, there was, I think I forgot who it was that I saw it. Somebody had pointed out the fact that, that the con, the, <laughs> the con, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the, air. <laughs> the sequel to uh, Con the, Air. Con Con. <laughs> yeah, Fan Con, like, apparently they're like $650,000 in the hole. Apparently, that's just the rumor and stuff. And I saw somebody, what? and I saw somebody break it down how that could be possible, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That, that and they was like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." If you factor in, you know, trying to pay the con- cons- pay the um, convention center, mm-hmm. you know, try to get all these little deals happening and all that stuff. And I mean, even before all this and stuff like that, you can see the red flags because you can see like maybe Rob might put out, "Man, wouldn't it be nice if Starbucks sponsored Universal Fan Con?" I'm I like, saw that wow. too. 
I saw that too, and like, you know, people look at me, I'm like a nerdy dude, and I talk about comics, blah, 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 blah. I'm an accountant for the state of California. And so I help people with investments, and like, if I'm someone who had invested in that, that is a red flag to me. Like, yeah, I, I'm like, like, dude, we have less than a month out, and you're saying someone should be sponsoring you? This should all be taken care of. name like that, that just says, nigga, we need money. Yeah. I mean, that's what it, it reeked of desperateness. And again, I'm just sitting back, like, all right, man. I'm just. <laughs> I mean, next week I'm expecting you to be like, hey, uh, I hope Braziers could sponsor us. That'd be great. Braziers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, so I, 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 God damn it! Have you seen the '90s X-Men swimsuit issues? Braziers, <laughs> they look really nice. <laughs> so it's just like when you look at, like, when you look at it from the beginning, from from the time of Kickstarter up to now. It was just so much red flags. And again, I don't feel at the outset that they were out to steal money. I just feel it was a situation where folks got too deep into it and thought they could climb themselves out and just got further and further in the hole. I mean, that's I mean, but that's the real question here. Now, I, I would understand this. Where is the money? That's all, that's all I'm talking. I, I mean, and that's, like, and that's what everybody's asking because, like, like, look. Whatever money that we can get from this, from at least from us, just us as three black geese and stuff, I'm like, well, we didn't lose any money. It's just one of those things where, shit, I wish we got X amount of money that we were owed for selling tickets. But, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Oh, yeah. But, I, I mean, sure. you got you to gotta think. I mean, people donated into it to make it see happen. Yeah. People spent time. People, you know, spent all this stuff. And there's no answers. I mean, essentially, it's kind of like, you know, hey, look, you know. Uh, you're staying in my house. My car keys are right there. Nobody else has been in the house, but now my motherfucking car is gone. You know, and we can have all the conversations about how your day may have been fucked up in the world, but I'm really asking you where the fuck the car. And like I said, therein lies the rub because amidst all of us pointing out of what happened and whose is what, again, both Rob's have been radio silent. Outside of Rob, that that following day on the 20, like after the 21st, when he spazzed out and then deleted it. I and saw, that. Like, oh, well, I saw that. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> hold up. I got to double back here. You telling me that we are dealing with something called a fan con run by two niggas named Rob? Yep. Rob and Rob. Y'all been robbed. <laughs> the fans have been called and robbed. Two robs, robbed. <laughs> Two robs, fan con fans. Look at that. God damn it. I, don't know. I mean, oh, no. I'm, I'm sorry, when you said that, it was just like, I didn't put that together either. I mean, if I ever approached me and said, hey, we're going to do a con with two motherfuckers named Rob, I'd be like, you know what? There's something about that just don't sound right. There's something about that just don't sound right. But it just, it just wiles me out that amidst like, all of this, it's just like, yo. Like, is it gonna take? Is it gonna take a lawsuit happening for folks to fuck and start snitching people out? Because I think that's what's gonna end up happening. There's because oh, I yeah, really yeah, feel yeah. this because this because lawsuits gonna happen. It has to happen. You ain't gonna tell me it can't. You, you I have don't a see RobCon 2019 happening instead. <laughs> Con Rob, the Con Rob 2018. Um, Rob I have Con. a friend who RobCon. Rob <laughs> Rob <laughs> we robbing niggas at this convention oh, all day. God, bring your oh. money. <laughs> I have a friend who's out in the East Coast. He passed the bar. He works for a firm. We still talk and click every now and then. He said to me straight up, he said, do you know how many lawsuits are in this? <laughs> he said from oh, someone. So, 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 oh, so there's actual lawsuits happening right now, apparently. I believe Maybe. it. No, he said he's oh. saying that the guy is. 
talking about how many possible lawsuits. Yeah. So from oh, okay, I'm a legal okay, lawyer, okay. if you're doing this, 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 you promised X, Y, and Z, you, I mean, there's all kind of legal action that could be taken for restitution of funds uh-huh. that is just out there in the air from the perspective of now, lawyers. Now, he's saying straight up, he said if he wasn't already signed to a firm, he'd be calling people. That's what they do. I mean, I mean, look, when the Hollywood Reporter, yeah. Hollywood Reporter on the 20th, the same day that shit happened, had articles out. Yeah. And, 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 this, and this, is, this is another perspective and stuff like that, all right? You know, you have sites, and I'm fucking, I don't give a shit. You have, you have sites like Bleeding Cool. You have mm-hmm. sites like Screen Rant. All these motherfuckers just love to write articles about, quote-unquote, social justice warriors and their comics, right? And they ate this fucking news up about FanCon. Oh, I bet, and, yeah, and I yeah. it, but at the same time, it pissed me off because, meanwhile, there were people that we knew that organized Wakamacon. And I didn't see none of those same sites covering that. And that pissed me off because I'm like, so you'll cover the fucking negativity of a bunch of minorities trying to do a, that, that, that did a, a convention and it failed. So it's cool to eat that up and point out to all your racist fans. Let's be real about this. Yeah. Y'all eat that up. But you didn't report on Wakamacon, right? Uh-huh. Oh, well, you didn't of course report not. On that. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. Let's look at, let's look at the uh, names. Black Girls, Black Geeks, Con, Rob. Oh, that's, I mean, come on. Hollywood, that writes itself. You're not going to. It's fucked up. <laughs> and, I, and I said that straight up from jump. I said the biggest casualty of this is that this is the second time an inclusive geek con has had this. Because I didn't know about DashCon. Oh, yeah, DashCon. That was the one that <laughs> I laughed at it. But here's the fucked up part. of Here's the funny part about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least. The it, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Y'all read between the lines. See, you laugh, but here's the funny part about this. At least those folks actually made a fucking profit. Oh, for real? Oh. Yes, they did. They made a profit off DashCon. Because here's the kicker. They did a kickstart. They did they did a um they did like an Indiegogo after the con to raise more money, and that's how they went into black because of that. Oh, oh okay. Yep. Gotcha. So yeah, they so that's how they went into the black. So I was like, well, at least DashCon made money. FanCon is basically in a hole close to half a million? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> hey, uh, real quick. Uh, Michael, I'm so mad at you. This nigga said black on black con. <laughs> oh, it is. We need to stop the black on black con. Black on black con. We need to stop the black on black con. Stop the black on black con. Black Rob, stop the black on black con. So it's like, so it's like oh, when you look, so when you look at it as a whole, as you look at it as, as a whole, right? It's like again, nobody is saying about who has what money because we can sit there and go after Ty Fam. That dude's probably in the wind. That nigga dipped. He's dipped and gone. You got this other dude who I guess Wait, apparently had is? two failed it's, Kickstarters for his book. Well, Ty Fam, right? That's the guy. It's some guy named I heard this name. T H A I. His last name. Yeah, Ty. P-H-A-M, yeah. right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was the one that initially, in which, again, it brings back another point. Nobody higher up vouched for him and did background check on this dude? Really? Yeah, I guess that he's done other shit before. Shady it's shit only, before. I was going to say, it's only eight letters in both of his <laughs> Not trustworthy. If somebody doesn't have at least double digits, you have, to, you have to do an extensive background check. I mean, it could be legit, but... The mortgage! Yeah, less than ten. <laughs> like, but he was behind, I guess, apparently, there was like a pride con... And oh, that what? got yeah. canceled you said before it was supposed to go. And yeah, it was like it was some sort of like LBGTQ, LGBTQ event. okay. 
And I guess he, same situation, canceled a week out, and he just disappeared, gone. Ah, because he had no pride. Oh, all these write themselves, brother. All these write themselves. See, that's why you need to go to shit like Comic Con. Motherfuckers gonna have comic books. Motherfucker. That's how that shit works. All right. You go to WonderCon. You you go to a place of wonder. It's it's these places right there. If you go to RobCon, you go to FanCon, you go to anything. Just so something you might not have. Con. 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 Shit. It's just this whole thing. Nobody's pointing out who had access to funds, even though, again, you go back to that site, you can try to check based on titles and stuff of who had what, who was probably in charge of money, but they're not oh, saying say anything. Because, again, notice the people that's not saying anything are yeah. the people that probably had something to do with it. Because, like I said, again, Rob knew about the money. He's been radio silent. I said yeah, to Rob when he was talking, bro. I was trying to stay out of shit. Because people were going to think I was being petty. I was really staying out of this shit. But I said, dude, fuck this comic book geek shit. Nerd to, not even just nerd, just I'm an accountant. I deal with money every day. You're, you need to be talking money. I said, I tweeted him that. I said, you need to be talking money. You're saying all this shit. Because <laughs> nobody cares about your fucking apology. It's just like, yo, where's the money? Where's the money? Where's the money? Like, you're not talking you know. green. Like, in all honesty, you you can't save face here. You're not going to be able to save, but you can save your integrity. Uh, yeah, but you don't understand, man. I mean, like everybody else, I mean, Game of Thrones didn't come on this year. He could be all fucked up. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, this whole thing could have gone on, but then Game of Thrones I mean, didn't come out this year, and it could have been, you know. The crazy, part was, the crazy part was, and I, again, that Friday that, that all that shit went down, we had that meeting. You know, even though I can tell from his voice that he was just drained, I didn't fucking care because in my head, I was like, Look. you know, and it's nothing against him. It was just like, yo, I'm just fed up with the fact that a lot of us people that were part of it, we got the shit into the stick. And the fact that if if the fact that if even if Jamie didn't say anything and stuff like that, a lot of us affiliates got thrown under the bus. And that's why agree. a lot of us are just like, fuck it, just say something about it, because I'd rather say something mm-hmm. than not say anything at all. I got two questions for you. Number one, was it hard for you to stay quiet when you knew more? Ooh, um, man, I would say I would say when it went down, like back in February when we found out, right? It uh-huh. was kind of it was kind of touch and go because it was you know part of me was like, well, maybe we should just pull the chalks and dip out of this whole thing. But at the same time, I was like, well, maybe they have something because again, like for us, we're getting this reassurance from them, like. Everything's fine. We just got to do X, Y, and Z. Right. So I'm like, all right, fine. So it was hard only hearing it, but at the same time, as you know, my boy Dwayne told me, he was like, look, we're in a damn if you do, damn if you don't situation. Right, 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 right. So if they take care of it, they take care of it. So initially, yeah, it was tough. And like I said, when we had that second meeting, when that everything, everybody started getting all emotional and stuff, that's when I was like, I mean, we're already at the point of no return, so I'm not even going to back out of this. So we'll see if they can figure this all out and stuff. Like I said, we're just here to promote the show, so we'll right, see right. what happens. Yeah. Like I, think- I said, once hell broke loose, I was like, fuck it. I don't give a shit. Might as well just go ahead and just spill it out and tell yeah. everything. Yeah. And I can see that as a hard position being an affiliate because, like you said, I mean, you're not – your voice isn't being heard. You brought up your concerns multiple times throughout the project about, you know, the timeline and, you know, what they're going to be able to do and – yeah, I mean, you know, you're hearing the false promises, but at the same time, it's kind of like the promises on the table of, you know, a lifetime membership to a con that if they could pull this off would be great. 
You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like you said, an affiliate position could eventually work its way up into a partner position going forward. You know, but yeah. at least you're in yeah. the ground floor. So it's kind of like I could feel you in that hard place of, you know, if this does work out, the benefits are astronomical. But at the same time, yeah. y'all motherfuckers is tripping. This shit don't seem... <laughs> I mean, y'all yeah. always got a two, you got a plus, you got a two, and then you got the 17 after the equal sign, motherfucker. How does this working? Uh, no, I'm with you. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, what was your second question? Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, MTF brought something up. Can you can you uh, roll that up? My bad. This dude is talking to us about Alpha Flight on the pitch. Uh, Michael said, on the other hand, there were a lot of long-simmering animosity towards Jamie. Because of how she leveraged her following to crush people. Ooh, that's true. Oh, that is okay. So I want to talk about there, that. Yeah, go ahead. Now, 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 there is truth to that to a point. Now, it's not us saying it from a point of view because again, we never had that deep relationship with Jamie like that. Well, you don't than, have to like, because so she did it to me. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's like yo, know, I like so so for us, it's like our relationship with Jamie is like she was a cool person and all that stuff. So a lot of the stuff that came out about Jamie, like uh, people that we follow. I heard, I saw you little tweets here and there about some of the stuff that she did, and I saw, I was like, that's between them and Jamie. Right, 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 right. right. So, like, when all this came down here, now don't get me wrong, you do have some people that are jealous that she got to the status that she did, which is like, well, that's fucked up. I mean, it is what it is. What can you do? But there were other people that put out their stories about how, like, she was literally kind of basically pushing herself off the backs of their work. And I saw the stories and how it played out, and I was like, oh, shit. Well, I can't save you, Jamie, on that one. Shit. Like, because we're talking, like, on the level of, I'll say, for instance, this, and this is the one where I was kind of side-eyeing Jamie a bit. Mm-hmm. So, when you apply for press for San Diego Comic-Con, right? Right. Um, there's a date. There's a, you know, there's the date of it opening, and then there's a cutoff date. So, so I think from what I remember, I think this is, it might've been 2016 Comic-Con. So I'm going to say 2015 okay. when we registered, we, we had applied, we had registered for San Diego. This is around, it might've been August, 2015 ish. It, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. You just have one person kind of do the paperwork, then everybody else gives you yeah. their ID. Simple can, process, can, we, right? can we move on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so basically, it was a situation where, like, we have registered and blah, blah, blah. So I guess Jamie didn't register, and registration for press was over. So yeah. apparently, she tried to play the card of how dare San Diego not approved black girl nerds. <laughs> yeah, baby. You throw that she, card out. You throw that black card out. And she, and she more or less got a strong, she basically strong on San Diego to give her that press pass. Really? Yeah. Hey, the black card actually worked. Wow. <laughs> and a lot of us were sitting back like, I, I mean, I didn't, wait, wait, did I have an issue personally? Not really. I mean, do what the fuck you got to do. But at the same time, I understood why a lot of folks had a beef with it. Because, like, motherfucker, we went out of our way to do during the scheduled time that they opened it. And you have an avenue that's bigger than us. And yet, you would have got in anyway if you actually applied during that time that they accept press applications. So like you didn't have to do did. that. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. didn't have to do that. She didn't have to. And wow. she did it. And I was just like... 
hey, look, I can't save you on that one because you didn't have to do that shit. Hey, if you didn't, if you missed the press application, game is the game. You just fucking miss it. That's just what it is. See, but whatever, never, you know. I've never had interactions personally with uh, this Jamie person, but every most of the stuff I've seen with her interactions, it kind of <laughs> does have that just tone of I don't know, like. I don't know, an air of superiority, like kind of that pushy tone, dismissive kind of quick <laughs> people and things. It Very just, dismissive. I don't know. I just never been. It just she just always seemed like somebody that I personally would just kind of avoid because it's like, eh. I mean, but that's the thing. That's that's how our relationship was with her. It was like it wasn't that deep with her. It was like we were cool with her. She was cool with us. We just never had any sort of like negative feedback with her. Because it is the thing, and this is something that me, Dwayne, me and Dwayne been always talking about. We. Our podcast, at least the people that we feel, we exist in this weird bubble where, like, we are, we know, like, a lot of people from varying degrees of walks of life. So it's like, we know Jamie, but we know you guys. And then we know this person, we know that person, but this person doesn't fuck with Jamie. It's like, whoa, what, what the fuck? And we feel caught in the middle because it's like, well, we never had a problem with Jamie, but shit, like, I didn't know that happened. But it's not going to taint, it's not going to taint our viewpoint over on that level because. It shouldn't. I mean, yeah, you know, so it's like. Wow, I did not realize we were in this mix of a lot of people that we interact with like that. But you know, it's just funny to me. So, and, and, you know, it's hilarious because I have the same like feeling because Task interacts with all these people throughout the week who I don't interact with at all. So, yeah. like, he'll come to me at like the end of the week and be like, "So this person hates our show. This person down with it." I'm just like, <laughs> uh, okay, but at the same time, people have no problem with me. One half of our show, and it's like, fucked up. Because... So I tell everybody, I'm like. Well, yeah, if you don't like Task, you can still watch for me and just don't look at half the screen. It's I don't perfect. give a shit. I don't care. And I like that about the dialogue. I don't, I don't, I don't care. care. Hate me. Yeah. If you've got yeah, a problem with the show, just hate me. Yeah, I can I take it. It's the show. The show's different than us as individuals, either way. You know what I mean? It's yeah. But it's the like show. the thing with but the thing with Jamie was like all the stuff was coming out about how like she was basically like you were saying just doing some shicey stuff and kind of like pushing herself to the forefront as though. And not, and at the same time, she wasn't paying her people. That's See, I didn't thing. know like, that. I didn't know that yeah. part because yeah, she I talked about money that she was making. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I, I didn't, didn't know she was paying wasn't paying people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and I mean that was the thing. Like I think people, in order to get onto the BGN brand, they had to do twenty articles before they can get on. And I was like, wow, really? You gotta do all that shit? Just to, okay, I guess. I mean, you know, what what the hell do I know? I don't. I mean. We got a little podcast, so what the hell do I know about? <laughs> so, so what you're you know. telling me is that Black Girl Nerds is being run like a presidential organization. Because that's very Trumpish to have your people doing all your work, taking all the credit, and then not paying them. <laughs> <laughs> and distancing I mean, yourself if anybody complains. That's I mean, very presidential. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it is. And like, even when this fan con thing happened and she stepped down, apparently, um, I forgot which day it was. Apparently, they were, like, literally erasing folks' work and putting, yeah. like, they were erasing folks' work and right that, that person that did it, it was, like, um, I guess, special guest editor or whatever, however you say it and well, stuff. you do not and, talk about the Russia things, okay? <laughs> Russia, it never happened. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that and stuff. So, it's, like, between that and then people that were formerly under her that just said, you know what, I'm going to go off and do my own thing and stuff. 
it was just a hodgepodge of a lot of janky stuff so behind like when the FBI the director stuff. comes and tries to accuse you of something and then you fire his ass <laughs> you mean, I, mean, I mean this sounds like some sweatshop shit uh, the black girl's sweatshop um, and I mean and here's the thing now here's the thing too, too like, now here's the thing Take all the janky stuff aside, I understood what the brand was doing because it was giving a voice to black women. And I totally respect that. I totally get behind that. Hey, I I totally get behind that. So I'm not going to blame any woman that jumped on board even with those restrictions and stuff. I don't blame them from jumping on board. If it was going to get them in in to actually be able to get their voice out there and be able to get their profession kind of jumpstart their professional career in that and it category. seems like she was able to do that it seems like she was able to do that like some people yeah, said yeah. they got on rotten tomatoes um other stuff like that like it seems like that's what happened so what threw me off and this was going to go to my next question do you think that a lot of people who have turned their backs on her do you think they're being a little bit unfair um, no, because okay. the thing of it is, because uh, the thing of it is, up to that point, because up till, up till before the fan con fiasco, like I said, there were people that we followed that kind of, that were for the most part, was kind of like, well, I don't like Jamie, but hey, Black Girl Nerds is doing their thing, right? right? So, that, that was the general sentiment and stuff, you know, like I said, even before all this, the, I heard stories and stuff, but I never paid attention, because again, like, it was like, eh, whatever, that's between them and her, and whatever so i think after the whole fiasco and then her coming out saying she was a volunteer to try to make it seem as though she didn't have nothing to do with it i think that's where a lot of folks were like fuck it okay. i don't i don't care anymore because it's because the thing of it is a respectful thing would have been hey you know i was a part of it i fucked up and at the at the most you would have people side on her but they were at least there at least have been a measure of respect there a little bit you know yeah. so side eye is un- in- inevitable like people lost yeah. money so, like, yeah. the side-eye is an inevitable thing. But, like I said, like, I was telling you, the, the Rob dude, like, I'm like, bruh, you need to be talking money. You saying yeah. all this shit, and there ain't no dollar signs <laughs> behind yeah. anything you're saying. You, you can step down and shit all you want, but, you know, let's say, let's say I like using real-world examples. Like Flint, Michigan. You could talk all day about how hard it was to replace the motherfucking pipes, but niggas still got shitty water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and the, and the thing of it is, it's like, I get, and don't get me wrong, amidst all the criticism for Jamie, you are going to get your 1% of folks that never fucking liked Jamie in the first damn place. They're going to sit there and try to take some, op- be opportuni- well, opportunistic about the situation. Exactly. You're going to get exactly. those people. Hey, don't you get those people. people. <laughs> I, I mean, I, absolutely. Unfortunately, that's how business works. Um, yeah. uh, when I rapped, uh, I used to rap, and, uh, you know, people got mad at me for some stuff I did. I had people who were really cool with me just completely turn on me. Like, yeah. it's just a very opt- uh, opportunistic industry, especially with business. Um, it's just weird. I- I'm going to tell you something that you probably didn't know, CJ. Um, Sci-Fi uh, Wire, uh, yeah. uh, they hit me up about four or five months ago. They hit me up and asked me to do a piece on... On do you even comical? Huh. And the guy was interested in what we were doing because we did so. It was like three months ago. Um, we did the Black Panther movie where we all took pictures of ourselves wearing com- Black Panther shirts, posted on the yeah. website. The editor there was really, really interested in what we were doing, and he asked me to hit to do something. And so I typed some shit up. It was amazing, <laughs> and I <laughs> sent it to him. 
and he really liked it. And then all of a sudden, silence. And I was like, <laughs> I started hitting him up, like, hey, man, um, were you going to use that? And I even told him straight up, bro, you don't even have to pay me. I'm trying to promote the brand. Like, if money's an issue, fuck it, dude. I would just just put it out there. And yeah. he said, I brought it. He finally contacted me back. He said, I brought it to the board, and it was rejected by somebody. And that threw me off because I'm like, nigga, you asked me. <laughs> I was like, you asked me to do this. So why would it get rejected when you asked me to do it? Well, guess who mm -hmm. I found out was in their board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jamie works yeah. for <laughs> I mean, I, mean yeah. I have no confirmation that it was her. Yeah, I mean, and and, I mean, so I, and, and that's the funny thing too about FanCon is that Sci-Fi was on board with FanCon. That made me look bad. Okay, so you had Sci-Fi that was on board, right? Yeah. So we were also told that a Disney representative was going to be like looking at FanCon for future stuff, and like, don't get me wrong, we were eating that up. Now, I bet. now, now thinking back to this whole thing, to the whole FanCon thing, that makes me question: How true was that? It was fan fiction. Fan <laughs> con is all. And it makes me wonder. I'm like, was that bullshit or what? Now, because it's like, how am I supposed to believe Disney was going to show up? Because now Disney's going to look at that like, why the fuck should we invest in your fan? And, and I think somebody brought up a good point on, on Twitter. Like, this Universal Fan Con shit is going to have a lot of corporations kind of taking a look, step back mm -hmm. on looking at all these comic cons now on whether they should well, put their money behind it or and stuff now. Well, and I was like, shit, I didn't well, think about cons. that. So Especially, now, you know, they're going to be looking to be like, I mean, why why push? And this is, I think, what a lot of companies are kind of getting into is why push our stuff at cons throughout the year when we could just, you know, save that money, push big at the big cons that we know are going to have big gonna have money. It know? also makes people who do uh, cons about in, about inclusion, it makes them look bad, too, because now yeah. all these racist dudes are like, you see, this is why we don't want it. And, and that's why I was like, no and, cons, and, 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 just con your money. <laughs> and, 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 and that's why I, you know, that's why I was like, thank God, BlurredCon was a successor's first year because it doesn't have to worry about that. Because I can't imagine if BlurredCon tried to have their first year convention this year amidst all this. Well, I can't yeah. imagine. Well, yeah, but those are blurs. Those those ones are okay. It's the black. <laughs> it's the damn blacks. They're the ones. No, that's, the, the, that's the funny thing They're about that corners. convention. It's doing the same. It was basically doing the same thing as Universal Fan Con. Uh, no, just it wasn't. Universal Fan Con was calling people. <laughs> Blurred Con was actually a but, convention. But, but here's another thing, too. Again, Blurred Con was headed by a person that actually fucking knows what he was doing. Oh, that's another cool. thing. Whoa. He's a person... He's a person that, again, he, he did, he, he, he organized events at my college. Yeah. All four years of my college. Actually, he was there before I even, like, went in there as a freshman. So, clearly, he knew what he had to do in terms of organizing it, money, and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, but see, that's that's intelligent. See, we're taking the presidential route of just hiring <laughs> yeah, some guy who says, "Hey, I, I can do that. Let me get your money." And, and, <laughs> and I think a lot of, and I think when folks went into this whole thing with this Universal Fan Con, they shot for the moon, but they didn't have anybody there. And again, you have all of us, even us affiliates, that there that you could have went to because look, a lot of us have been to these conventions since, at least for us. Again, me and my boy Eris, DJ Sue. We went, our, Oticon was our very first convention, and we were there when it first came out in 98. That was our, that was our, that was our freshman year of high school. Damn. So it's like, 
So it's like we know we've seen the growth of Otakon. Now Otakon is at the Washington Convention Center now. You know, it's huge. And it took years to get there. Yeah, it took years. So you're talking 98, and now we're in 2018 now. Ten years to get to where it's at right now. And that's you how know, it was with SatCon out here. That's twenty years, twenty years, twenty years. That's, 20, 20, that's a good chunk of time, fam. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Twenty I mean, twenty years to get to where it's yeah. at. But like I, I said, even when it got to the chunk. Baltimore Convention Center and got as huge as it did, it was still actually I would say even from ninety eight up until I wanna say two thousand four. Okay. Yeah, two thousand four. It was huge in two thousand four because Right around that time that I remember specifically in 2004, we went to Otakon. Mm-hmm. That's when I started noticing that at the anime conventions, you were seeing not just anime cosplay, but cosplay from movies. Because Harry Potter was huge around 2004. Yeah, it was. And somebody and, and always like, don't saw, read the title. Show up at something wrong. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and like I remember that's all you saw. And I think, I mean, hell, even back when we were still going to before the year before then, we were into the Matrix, and you saw a ton of Neo and Agent Smiths and mm-hmm. and all, just Matrix cosplay. And you saw that, and you saw it build over to Harry Potter, and you started and all these like the anime convention itself started turning into not just anime, but you saw it just comic book stuff there too. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what happened with Archon, Satcon. We started in a fucking Irish temple, <laughs> and. The Scottish Rite Center? The Scottish Rite, yeah, the Scottish Rite Center. Um, That's where we did it at. Um, We had to build there, and then people started showing up with cosplay. And we said, dude, why don't we start doing anime cons just for them? They can invite other people. And then that started growing bigger. But, you know, we threw our first con in 2003. Like 15 years later. It took us 15 years. So when I saw this Universal Fan Con, I was like, dude, y'all trying to go big real fast. Yeah, hey. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to do a con uh, for Super Suit Show Con, and already we're going to have every single person you saw in Infinity War. (laughs) Um, Stan Lee is going to be dressed as, he's going to do multiple appearances as every character in every Marvel movie (laughs) he's ever been. been. Uh, Yeah, we're going to have everybody from DC, they're going to be in the building, Image. Uh, yeah. Upcoming movies, we're gonna feature <laughs> all them shits like that's the Invincible funny. movie that's gonna eventually come out one day and even shot yet. We got that. We got them already. <laughs> we got that. You know side, what I'm saying? Side side note: When I was stationed in California in the Air Force, I actually did go to SatCon in 2007. Oh, nice, yeah. nice at the Scottish yeah, yeah. Rite Temple. Yeah, yeah. I was living. I was living outside. I was living in Rockland. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. We are literally in Rockland <laughs> right Rockland. now. <laughs> Yeah, 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 that was like I was looking for a place. Cause I was moving out from some roommates, and I wanted my own place. And I literally moved to Rockland because yes. that was like near the mall and the movie theater. And I was like, right, hey, right, right. Stanford yeah. Ranch, right, right, yep, right. Yep. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just want to throw that out there and stuff. But yeah, it's just it's you had to start small, and just when you look at just the the, the way Universal Fan kind of went from its inception all the way to where it is now, mm-hmm. it was just a, it just got down to a clusterfuck and just hubris just ended up being a thing and stuff and it was just again if folks were transparent from jump we wouldn't be in this position where we'd be asking for money because at this point either a the con would have happened the convention would have happened mm-hmm. or b it would have actually had a date it was delayed to and we would been fine and, that, and that's my thing it was just there was no transparency and like you said now we're at a point where we're like okay where's the money and again, it's going to get to a point where a loss is going to happen, and then you're going to start having people sit there claiming, "Well, I didn't know it was this person," and people are going to start stitching each other out, you know. And and yeah, yeah. I, and I and I had no sympathy for anybody that's going to sit there and try to play innocent. And you like can't. you said, it includes you it includes it includes Jamie now because 
again, this is something else that Jamie did. She filed a lawsuit. She literally put a cease and desist on her co-host for this podcast that she did called Misty's uh, yeah. Misty Night on Afro. And I was like, that's bullshit because Steph, she's the one that was the co-host. To be honest with you, Steph was the one that was actually carrying that show. To be quite I thought honest. it was Steph's show. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I, I, thought I thought it was her show. show. I thought it was her show. So, so like when she put the, when she put it out there, because because that was my one thing after this whole fan con fiasco happened, I was kind of wondering for Steph because Jamie was on her episodes and st- was actually her co-host for that show. I was like, shit, that's gonna suck for Steph because now she has the show that's gaining all this fan base, and it's like, what do you do now? Mm-hmm. So when she addressed it and was like, oh yeah, by the way, you probably been wondering about you know blah blah blah. Here's what it is, and come to find out, Jamie apparently had a lawyer put a cease and desist to saying that, oh, I don't like the fact that you were talking about me, but also since you were hounding me about this show, well, going ahead and run me them passwords for the podcast and stuff to me by, just by such and such date. And I was like, really? So you wow. had money for a lawyer? I was just going to say access to 60K. <laughs> like for a, uh, <laughs> as someone, once again, I handle accounting for the state. So when we have to do cease and desist orders, that's some bread. <laughs> you don't just get that because a lawyer has to make it, and mm-hmm. that's gonna cost time. <laughs> they're gonna charge you for that time. They're gonna charge you for that paperwork. It costs an amount for a judge or someone to approve it. And, yeah, and I mean, look, yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's a shame. It's like when we saw that, I was like, "Well, Jamie, you really are not trying to make anybody be on your side at this point." You that's that's the because to me at that point, from what I'm observing. Well, you're at the you're past the point of return at this point. Once you threw that cease and desist letter, I you know what? I don't blame anybody. That's just like yo, fuck you. Good. I really don't game. blame anybody. And and, and and here's the here's the sick part about it. San Diego Comic Con is coming up. It would not surprise me if we saw her there. Would not be. It would not surprise me if we saw her there. Really. And it's funny too. You have to do a lot to piss off Lavar. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Lot. <laughs> And this is the same dude that like got pissed off at Trump, you know, and shit. So it's like you have to do a lot to really get Lavar Burton like pissed. And oh like, God, now you see why the comparison's there. What's she said? I said now you see why the comparison's been there. <laughs> she presidential right now, dude. To get this by Jordy is some <laughs> my man from Reading Rainbow. Uh, he called, he called, he he called your convention. He calls your convention a shit show. It's like well. I don't know how you come back from that, because, I mean, at and this he, point, because I mean, to me, at this point, only thing you can do is lay low and just not do anything. That's the only thing you can do. Get the hell off the I internet. I was going to say, you can do anything. Take a look. <laughs> it's on Twitter. They shit on your shit. <laughs> Where's the money? Where's the money? I, I mean, can't it back everything. It would not surprise me. It's like, look, and I was thinking in my head, I was like, I would be that person that if Jamie's at San Diego, I would not surprise me if somebody random hands on her and I'm just Damn. sitting back like, well, yeah, that happened. It's like sitting back like, oh, hey. Somebody. She might owe somebody five <laughs> minutes, man. She might, she might owe somebody's owed oh, five yeah. minutes. You know, she would go, pro- I mean, from her personality, she would probably go just to hope somebody would do that so she could play the pity card and try to make her way back. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just hope she ain't trying to run any. Pa- I, I just hope she ain't trying to run any panels at San Diego because that's oh, like. Mm. 
Dude, her personality type says she's gonna go there. She's gonna try to catch them hands. She gonna it's gonna be real quick. She probably has security with you with her using some of that sixty k, <laughs> and she's gonna try to play the pity card of you know we gotta stop all this senseless violence. I just I just try to uplift <laughs> all this black on black crime. All this black on black crime. Why are y'all out here fighting in these streets? I'm just trying to take your money. <laughs> yeah, but just but just overall though, it's just you know that's why I was like cool that y'all bringing us on here because it's like I, I think people just need to know like if if a lot of us affiliates could we would have said something if we didn't have to sign the NDA straight yeah. up. That, well, that's we got you in true. a bad spot. Yeah, we got people in the feed who are listening, and I'm pretty sure they appreciate it because us we didn't know you opened our eyes to a lot of shit. Like I didn't yeah. know yeah. all that. Like, yeah, like I said, we just know they promised some shit, they didn't deliver that shit, and ain't no money been returned. So yeah, like I said, us affiliates were supposed to get to cut the money, and it was just and, and the thing it is, I don't give a shit that we didn't get to cut the money. I felt for a lot of the people that were affiliates that were also vendors. That's yeah. what I did that for too. That's what, lost as out someone, on revenue. Well, yeah, well, that's what I'm saying because like it costs money. Because someone, I said that on my Twitter feed. I said I feel bad for the vendors, and someone said why if they're getting reimbursed. For their tickets and stuff. I said they're not getting reimbursed for their merchandise. Because as someone who used to rap, I had to make CDs. That cost money. I had to put them in the plastic. That cost money. I had to make t-shirts. I had to buy the t-shirts first. That cost money. Then I had to pay someone to put the t-shirts, I mean, put the graphic on them. All this shit costs money. And, and you had to pay somebody to make the graphic in the first place. Yeah, and you, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you have to pay out. Someone has to pay out. Like, 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 like. That like, ticket ain't shit. That's what I'm saying. Like, when we were on the road traveling in a van, merch sales was our lifeblood. Mm-hmm. That, that's how we got around. Like, I mean, and they, those, and those people were expecting that convention to help pay rent money, food. And no. just all that stuff. And then, now, like I said, I, th- shout outs to the people, you know, Blur Girl, Patrick, and, you know, Black Heroes Matter, and, and there's a color for, and I, I'm probably missing a couple other people and stuff that put on Wakamacon. Con. Sure enough, that helped a lot of vendors that actually went there. That helped, yeah. a, that helped a shit ton of vendors and people there. Because that, yeah. I, I got a friend of mine that runs a 3D figure company where they do like a 3D um, pic, they do a, they take a picture of you and you can get your own statue of yourself. Oh wow. They oh. lost they, they they lost money from Universal FanCon because they had a booth there. Yeah. And them going and them going to Wicomicon, that helped them up helped them out a little bit. You now know? my boy who's a lawyer, he said straight up, he said so if someone could prove that that cost them like rent and stuff like that, that's a case. They oh, yeah, no. I, think every, I think everybody has a case. All the vendors definitely have a case. Let's, let's not get that shit twisted because, right, like right, I right, said, right. They, some of and here's the thing: there were some vendors that, hey, they got their money back from what I heard. They got they got at least seventy five percent of their money back from the airfare and some of that and stuff. But you got other people that actually freighted their stuff to Baltimore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they're the ones that lost. And like I said, there was a couple of them that actually did stick around and did just say, fuck it, fly to Baltimore. And they went to some, the pop, that pop-up event, and there were some others that just chilled around Baltimore and saw a lot of other people. So it was like, ultimately, overall, it was just a lot of people got fucked over. Now, big time. now I'm not trying to be that guy, but I feel like I helped, like, not when they say help, but, you know, I sparked the brain to get the White Comic Con going. Because basically, when I was into stuff, I said... Now, I said straight up, I said, now this, once again, we think business here. We, we, we're both business dudes. We, we business. I'm not, no, 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 I'm not trying to joke, but like, I'm kind of like, if I'm running a venue, yeah. what better way to make myself look good 
They say, oh, yeah, yeah. hey, man, you can come over here. I'll cut your price in half. half. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, trust me. Here's the thing. So, no bullshit. So, I know Patrick. Patrick was the one that kind of helped spearhead the whole Wakamakan thing, right? So, it was that Friday. Mm-hmm. That Friday evening, he put out, hey, we're trying to get something happening. Stay tuned. This is how fast the motherfucker works. Uh-huh. This is how fast the motherfucker works. So, amidst the chaos that happened Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. I'm out with my girl. I'm out with my girl. We, I'm, cause I'm already pissed, and she's just like, you know what? Let's just go out. Screw what happens at that convention. And I was like, yeah, I, I really need to get out, cause if I stay online all day, I'm gonna be pissed. I'm gonna start venting, and I'm gonna start throwing out names and shit, and I don't give a shit. So let me leave the house. Mm-hmm. So while I was out, we're on our way back, and I look on Twitter, and Patrick was like, oh yeah, so uh, we got this little convention that's happening. Stay tuned on the details. I'm like, this guy work fast. And then mm-hmm. that's when Sunday happened, and he put out, oh, why Comic-Con? It's happening in Baltimore. Saturday, it's a pop convention. You know, blah, blah, blah. Here's the details. And I was like, okay, shit, that was quick. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and they had the, the graphics and everything. Like, this is the type of shit, like I said, like, if I ran a venue, what better way to make myself look good? Oh, yeah, say, and, trust me, and trust me, Shade was thrown that Saturday of Wakamakan. We were all like, yeah. Mm, yeah, we were all talking a little bit and stuff and have fun, too, so... Trust, trust to believe there, there was there was shade thrown around, but like I said, they it, it's amazing. And like I said, Patrick and all of them again. This comes down to this: those are group of people that Patrick helps run conventions. <laughs> and you have other people that are kind of experienced on trying to get things put together. Mm-hmm. So it's like the fact that they were actually able to get a one day thing done in three days. It makes you wonder what would happen if they had a year's time to get that convention. How huge it was because exactly. they were in the old. Un- they were in the old Under Armour building in Baltimore, and we were there. And for something that was put together quick, they got a lot of stuff put down. Like they actually had somebody there to serve food, you know. Okay. They actually had vendors. They actually had a guy making coffee out of the back of his little Mini Cooper, good ass coffee too. So, <laughs> like, like all this stuff was there in a day. That's 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 dope that they were able to pull that off. Um... And, and, and they actually had the little panel with the Killjoys and Magicians. Um, after the convention, I forgot where it was at, but they had it there too. So they, oh, they so they like pulled okay. together. Yeah, so they all pulled together and got that stuff done. I was like, that was in three days, and now they're like, well, we might circle around and make this a yearly thing. Now, I was like, ah, there you go. You can, you know, uh, one person, you know, a person said, uh, uh, smart people learn from their own mistakes. Wise people learn from the mistakes of others. Hell yeah! yeah. So yeah, yeah like <laughs> I wish them the best of luck. And they're already successful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing. It's like you have to start small. That's what's like on the on the on the front end of FanCon. I understood them aiming high, but at the same time, it's like I think it was a situation of hubris. They just wanted to prove something, but it's like you could prove something without like, oh, hey, we're gonna have all these celebs. I think it was one person in particular. I think it was last year we were ta- I had mentioned to him about FanCon. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned to me, he was like, well, I don't know about FanCon because it just seems to me they're doing a lot of pushing for the celebs and not the con itself. I convention agree. Itself. And I was like, I didn't think about it like that because, again, we're just promoting it. I didn't think about it like that. I was like, huh, yeah, that's a good point because they are really kind of pushing like, hey, guys, come for the American gods. And it's like, okay, well, what is your convention about? Yeah, yeah, you know? agreed 100%. Yeah. Hey, uh, so. CJ, I want to thank you for coming on to the show, man, um, and clearing a lot of things for us. Um, oh, no problem. This is probably the most intimate uh, uh, interview we've had on here. Just basically just interviewing someone who's had this situation. I feel like it's our responsibility 
as um, a podcast that people rely on information. Are we technically journalists? What? I mean, I mean, te- I mean, let's, I mean, let's be real. I think all of us are technically journalists because I mean, we do <laughs> report on stuff out here on these nerd streets. I, don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I have to call a couple English teachers and laugh at them. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I win. But, uh, I mean, look, 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 I laugh at the fact that we're actually legit film critics. So it's like, I just look at my boy D. I was like, dude, I can't believe that we actually are film critics now. And he's like, yeah, I know, right? I was like, yeah, I know. Like, people actually do listen to our, our viewpoints now. That's amazing. Cheryl's still on my show. Yeah, um, no offense. You would have probably hated me in school. I was terrible in English class because I write very poorly, but I love speech and debate, and I like to speak, and I would make voices. I would read every lead part in every voices. story ever. Like, if we're doing Macbeth, if we're doing any kind of play whatsoever, I will take the lead. I will love it. I like to do voices. This, I like this, to is, this is why I could never... I can never be like, hey, Chris, because uh, there's a guy that we know um, that works for the Washington Post. Cool guy and stuff because he's their person that goes to the goes to like a lot of the nerd stuff. Um, Shout out to him because he's the one that um, did the uh, Superman, um, the thousand issue thing at the, um, oh, okay. at the at the at the um, museum at the um, oh, what museum was it in D.C.? I think it was Smithsonian Museum or whatever. He was the one that did the um, the um, moderator oh, okay. um, for that whole thing. And, um, you know, he writes and stuff, too, for it. And he does on, you know, interviews and stuff. And I kind of envy the fact that he's able to, like, be able to, like, type up his thoughts and stuff. I could do it, but it's just, I'd rather just speak it versus just typing it out. That's just me. Because it's, like, my patience of, like, because I think I think a while back when the um, Devil May Cry um, game came out, I wanted to do a review. And I was like, you know, let me type a review. And I remember typing it up, and I put it out there, and folks actually did like it and stuff. I'm my own critic and stuff, so when I looked at it, I was like, man, this shit look like garbage. I should have just did the actual audio review, and (laughs) I would have been able to convey it a lot better, you know, but, I mean, it is what it is and stuff. Like I said, you know, I'm with with you, Toast, on that one, because that's, (laughs) that's me. It's just, I don't suck at writing, but it's just, I can articulate it way better than actually writing and stuff, so, it it is, it it is what it is. And my flaws, it's not, it's not being able to, I don't have a problem saying things, I have a problem yeah. with everything in grammar, so spelling, <laughs> punctuation, sentence flow. Like for me, if run on sentences were okay, I'd be straight. I could just... spell check. <laughs> yeah. Man, well, listen. spell check I could almost do because I type most of that shit. <laughs> no, you're right. They'll auto correct it for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> man, for real. Like when and Cheryl knows about this too because she writes very good. Um, well, reviews. very well. Yeah, well, that makes sense that she's a damn oh, English right, teacher. Now it's I don't feel so bad. Yeah. I used to look at her shit and be like, God damn, she's really... And now she says an English teacher. No fucking wonder. Yeah. But um, I be turning in my reviews. We have three editors and they be ripping my head off. I be really feeling bad. Like, nigga, why am I even doing this? <laughs> Man, I, I attempted to write one review and it was just a red block they sent back. <laughs> Try again. We just right. erased it. <laughs> it just sent it back. Said, nah. <laughs> just no. Nah. Tell the review comments, nah. <laughs> These ain't words. Hey, uh, CJ, once again, I'm going to thank you for coming out. Go ahead and plug all your stuff again, man. Um, Yeah, if you want to check out our stuff, um, we are on YouTube. Um, If you, well, all the podcasts that we do actually does go into YouTube. So if you, for some reason or another, don't feel like having to log in on whatever place you listen to podcasts, you can just go to our YouTube channel and listen to the episodes there. Um, Like I said, uh, we put out, weekly episodes um right now if i'm more from medicast 
uh, me and Prime and D, we've been actually doing commentaries uh, on Power Rangers now. So we are nice. starting on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers era. We actually did two episodes, one on Data Dumpster, which was the pilot episode. Yeah. And then our second episode on the commentaries was on um, Happy Birthday, Zach. And hey! They, they, yeah, Jason-themed episode of Press and Engagement. Uh, we got another one that's coming up probably either this week, probably later this week, uh, we're going to do is a Trini-focused episode and the Billy-focused episode. That's going to kind of be our thing now because, again, that's nice. been the kind of natural progression of our show now. It's like, you know what, let's do commentaries now. And So, yeah, you can definitely check us out there. So um, any podcast app that you listen to our show, folks, um, you can look us up. It's the number three Black Geeks all together, and you'll find it and stuff. And, yeah, just uh, hit us up at 3BlackGeeks at gmail.com if you've got questions, comments, concerns, grievances, whatever. <laughs> grievances. On the show. <laughs> you know, it's just what it is and stuff. And, you know, hopefully next time, you know, uh, I can, we can get you guys on our show in some sort of capacity. Don't know yet how that's going to work. Holler. So, you know. The, the West Coast. Hey, if you guys are coming to San Diego, I don't know if you are or not, but you know we're gonna be in San Diego at Comic Con, so you know, holler at us there and stuff. Because hey, we do. What's, what's that? What's that ID task? Hey, CJ, I want to thank you for coming out. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. uh, I want to thank you. Uh, exactly. and, and, and let's not bring up San Diego Comic Con. Damn it! I fucked up. Okay, I fucked up. Multiple years now. I fucked. What I'm saying is, because like I said, it's not just you. We actually uh, did talk to, uh, what's his face from um, um, Homeboy from last week that was on your show? Um, oh, Cthulhu. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cthulhu. He actually hung out with us at um, San Diego uh, the other year. Listen, he's trying to get us to do the anime con, and my wife is hella mad. <laughs> my wife is like, that nasty motherfucker was a He's a cool dude, man. He's a, he, he I keep trying to tell him this. I'm like, he's, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he is. He's a cool dude. It's just, you know, I mean, sometimes people like tentacles that shoot out of pussies. It's what it is. I mean, I, I, you know, I like tentacles for three women, but, you know. Yeah. That's my guy. That's my dude. Yeah. But yeah. goddamn. He's dope. He's a fellow waffle yeah. color like me. And he's really, <laughs> he is. Well, all niggas from the Bay look like this nigga. Yeah. Is it yeah. we, from, we from the Bay, so like we actually have yeah. kind of just that, like, nice we get along, we understand. You know yeah. Yeah. But anyways, thanks, thanks for you guys having me on. I'm, thanks, you. Like I said, I appreciate you guys letting your audience hear this and stuff so they at least have an understanding on why certain things, X, Y, and Z, didn't happen mm-hmm. and stuff, so... Yeah. It's, it's all and, good and stuff. And we so appreciate they, getting that insight, man. Thank you very much. Thank oh, you. No, no problem. You guys later. Peace. Peace out. Shout out to CJ. That's my guy. Uh, at three black geeks, the number three black geeks. Those are my guys right there. Um, yes. Um, we were on their show, right? Oh, was that? No, I don't think no, we ever black were. Black and black on Infinity. Yeah, what the fuck, Superior Comic Show? What's, What's up? up, lads? Hey, Mike. Nigga, you said lad. That's where it came from. I called you a lad and you were mad. <laughs> I called him a lad and he was like, that's Scotland. And I said, man, I swear you called me a lad once. <laughs> and there he is right there. The lads. <laughs> hey, what time is it in, in, in Ireland, my dude? What time is it there? Like, gotta be like, he's just like, what are you getting over the, the, the bar? It's always built into the house. <laughs> Yeah, you don't go from ball to ball. You go from neighbor's house to neighbor's house to neighbor's house. It's <laughs> like what this nigga just says. All the drinking. Yeah, it's two forty a.m. Man, nigga, you gotta work tomorrow. Go to bed. What are you talking about? You go to drink. You go to work. You have a drink. You get pissed on it. <laughs>
<laughs> we appreciate We <laughs> appreciate you being here, but the show is over, motherfucker. <laughs> Welcome to the end of the show. I know. Right? We'd like to thank you for tuning into the credits, which we don't have roll. Actually, you know, I wanted to make credits for the show. Just make a whole bunch of. Th- Hey, hey, did you Ivy went to Ireland and met them? Yeah, I heard about that. That that's fucking crazy. Yeah, because that's dope, I, I feel like I because I met Ivy when I was talking shit about Wonder Woman last year. Yep. <laughs> and then he started coming, and then we started talking, and we came onto the show. Peace out, Cheryl. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate Thank you, Cheryl. You. Um. You know, he, you know, and then you guys linked up. And, like, I'm just like, that's crazy to me, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I feel like I had a hand in that. You don't have to say it. You don't have to agree. <laughs> butterfly effect. <laughs> that small change. But, uh, anyways, we appreciate all of you for tuning in. Superior Comics, join us earlier, man. <laughs> join us earlier. I love it. <laughs> Superior Comics, just join us earlier. <laughs> no, um... Yeah, we got hammered with Ivy. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Did he strip? Oh, God. <laughs> I heard he strips. I heard he strips. Every time I talk to this nigga and I say you're a stripper, he gets all like, I, 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 I. That's a weird conversation to have with anybody else. I'm, not, I'm just saying this. Conversation the, with dude. We he, about shows, he shows a lot of the skin and, and shoulder. And I'm like, nigga, you be showing yourself. And he said, said, I have no problem with it. Oh, like, are you a stripper or something, nigga? Like, talk to me. <laughs> it doesn't bother me, man. Get in where you fit in. If that's where you get the bread, I'm not bad. <laughs> that's funny. Anyways, hey, man, I want to thank you guys all for joining us. Uh, get some rest. Uh, and <laughs> uh, Superior Geeks, uh, get sober up, man. <laughs> sober up. And, no, uh, keep drinking. Ride it out. <laughs> Don't listen. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Thank you again. Peace. Peace.